We got a hook, line, and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of mind. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go fishing They got to stay at home They ain't Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> oh, my friends don't go fishing. They got to stay at home. They ain't got And good morning and welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show on this quite beautiful Saturday morning. Absolutely gorgeous weather. I think most of Townsvillians uh, will be quite welcoming of this moisture that we're receiving this morning. Albeit a little bit of a surprise. I didn't see it coming. Front of my house is underwater. So we must have had a fair downpour in the one or two hours. Uh, yes. But it was absolutely awesome. 
awesome waking up to it. Gary Powers, my man, how are you this morning, good, buddy? Good, Marty. Good to have you back, buddy. You had a weekend it is away. It's fantastic to be back. You've been a, a bit part time for the last month. Last month, I have. I did two weeks off COVID. with an illness, and then. Uh, and then obviously had the boys' weekend at Lucinda, but I am fighting fit, raring to go, and uh, looking forward to being back on. Awesome, mate. It's good to have you back. We can't wait to hear about your weekend with the boys last week. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Certainly yeah. not a fishing weekend. It was, that no, was a it was tough just one, a chill weekend. It was fun having a couple of lads in the boat who've never experienced Hinchinbrook, never experienced the beauty of, of, of tearing up the main um, straight there. Beautiful. And, and, um, especially when you look right and seeing the likes of Hinchinbrook Island and, and then taking them past Angel Wings where you always get a bit of a, oh, that's cool because you explain what Angel Wings is all about. And then obviously you go up and pass the system where where sadly we lost the yachty to the crocodile. But that's all exciting stuff for them because they look up there and go, oh, Ooh, someone, don't go up there. Someone was taken there and everything. No, and I was really disappointed because I really, really, really wanted to see. Yeah. You know, I always see them when I, I'm on my own or someone who's seen a million. Yeah. But if I'm in the boat on my own, they, they seem to. Uh, if I'm in the boat with someone who's never seen seen the crocs in the wild before, they, they become very, very elusive. So they'll start to get pretty. Pretty thick up there shortly in the cooler weather. They will indeed. Now, that voice that you guys are hearing, that is our show favourite in Reese Bullymore. Good morning, Reese. How are you, mate? Good. Yourself? Yeah, mate. We are fantastic. Really, really good. And uh, we're super excited to have you with us today. We're going to have a huge show. Obviously, I can see that you're chafing at the bit uh, to talk um, uh, the, the mackerel reforms, etc. You, um, We're going to touch base on not only barra fishing, but there's some... There's mackerel there's, fishing. There's some uh, scribblings about some uh, changes for barren money that ca- that's coming in, and uh, obviously all things other fishing as well. We welcome your input to us today, remembering that our wonderful little program that we bring to you guys every Saturday morning. Everyone's opinion is valid. Feel free, ring in. We don't have to agree with it. We'll certainly welcome it. Um, and, uh, yeah, we look forward to having your input also. We have some really cool prizes that we're going to give away today, thanks to our incredible sponsors, Samaki, Yozuri, and the likes of all them guys. Yeah, all so. the gangs at... Um Ironman 4x4 have given us a bag of goodies, which Indeed. we've put, and in that today is Century Battery Gear. Thank um, you very from, much for to Ben Quinlan. Yeah, and Ben's also tool toolboss. Toolboss. Yep. So and, uh, we'll be talking to Benny next week live on the show. Um, he, he's a character uh, who comes across very, very well. So, yeah. and not uh, only are we going to be talking to Benny Quinlan from Toolboss, but we're going to be uh, talking to Paul from Alect. Um, he wants to have a chat about uh, Red Ark. More and more people are coming in. The same as what Reese done with his boat and yep. installing uh, BCDC chargers, and he wants to have a good old chat about that and what they're all about, and and um and just refine a few things. Yeah. So so that's going to be really good. Dear, so, mate, who we is might it? as well take one. Now is it Ernie Bruce? Yeah, I'm going to give it to Bruce. You reckon? I'm going to give it to Greg Evans. You reckon? We'll see who it is. Go for it, Marty. All right, let's go. Good morning, fishing show. Uh, good morning, Marty. Bruce. Oh, g'day, Brucey. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. You're a bit coming through a bit scratchy, but I can hear you. How's that now? Is that okay? Yeah, that, that's better. Thanks. Yep. Yep. No problem. I'll remember to turn all of our mics down when we ca- go through to a caller. That will make life a lot easier. How's your week been, Bruce? Uh, not too bad, Marty. My better half, Sharon, she's laid up. This is the third week now. She had a Achilles. She had a thing removed from her heel. I had to mm. cut her Achilles heel, so she's in a moon boot. So I'm 
chief cook and bottle washer. <laughs> ah, good lag. Good she's playing you. on it, Bruce. She's playing on it. That's three yeah, weeks. She said she can get used to this and I can keep it up. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Oh, mate, we've got your number one this morning. <laughs> no, You're I've a... shuffled it around. Oh, have you now? Have you given it to the old girl because of a Sharon sympathy? is number one today. That's a sympathy boat. Bruce, Bruce is number two. Oh, well, that's probably the correct... Uh, Picking order anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bruce, when you get a chance, one of the prizes we're giving away today is a uh, Blade Runner filleting knife. It's absolutely gorgeous, Teflon coated, all in red, one of the best filleting knives on the market. But have a think about it because we're giving it away to the best filleting knife filleting story. Knife story. Whether it be an injury, whether it be we're in the middle of, of filling the fish and something drastic has happened or exciting happened, have a think about it. If it's happened to you, call back in and uh, register and we're going to be giving a really, really cool knife away. Well, it sounds good, but uh, it'll come in handy in the kitchen with my cooking, but uh, I don't think I've got any any uh, unusual stories there, so somebody else will win that one for sure. All right, we'll make something up like Will Smith come out of the bushes <laughs> to attack you or something. Yeah. And you stabbed oh. him. <laughs> right, oh. Thanks, Brucey. Okay, fellas. Have a good day. See you, Bruce. Say hello to Sharon for us. Yeah. Yeah. Hope she gets better soon, mate. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Righto. We We are off and running. We are. We are giving away an awesome Blade Runner filleting knife today, courtesy of um, the gang at Taxbo Distributing and Parksy, and we thank them heaps for that, and it will be for the best um, filleting story. Yeah, fantastic. And on top of that, they can still ring in and get their normal numbers. Normal numbers, yes. Good morning, Fishing Show. Yeah, good morning, boys. How oh, are you? Ernie, we are wonderful. How are you this morning, my friend? I'm good, Mark. Good. Excellent. You this Nice morning. bit of rain. Oh, this is a fantastic. Did you see this rain coming? Did you know we were going to get a bit of a hit? No. Well, they said last night we were going to get rain, but I don't believe it until we get it. But <laughs> no. No, I was we reading... We just a, got re- 32 mil. Beautiful. Wow. I was reading oh. a segment uh, there yesterday saying that they're keeping a close eye on a tropical low, so that'll be interesting to see what develops there. <laughs> well, that's the only way we're going to get water in our dam, I think. I think so. I think we've well and truly missed our season. Maybe a little bit's in a bit of a late season, but we'll see what happens. Ernie, thank you for your call. Enjoy number, the show. Yeah, you're going to give Ernie his numbers, or I you're just going indeed. to cut him off? I am indeed. Ernie, number three for Judy, and number... Three. Number four for you. Three and four. I've got the spinning wheel today. Thanks, mate. Good on you, Ernie. Have a nice weekend. Same to you. Bye. Bye, buddy. Bye-bye. Now, we're talking about giving away a filleting knife for the best story. Please. I've had one um, Already? Se- sent in from Cairns. How good's that? Oh, here we go. I was just about to read that. Hang on, Marty. I'll pass this over. There you go. Indeed. Good morning, fishing show. Yes, good morning, fellas. It's Alan. How are you? Geez, you're oh, Alan, wonderful. <laughs> you're, you're early, Al. What, have you got a mango in the bed or something today? No, shit the bed. Yeah, too many mangoes. <laughs> <laughs> have you got a filleting no, knife story? No, I woke up early. Oh, hey, what's that? Have you got a filleting knife story for us? You could win a filleting knife if it's a good one. We've got a really cool filleting knife today, and if uh, you've got a filleting knife story, yeah. tell us the story within 30 seconds, and we will... Okay, um, yeah. Well... You're in the draw. Yeah, I heard you talking about it earlier. Well, the only, only one I, that come to mind, I remember I had this really good knife and the handle broke on it, so I went to all the trouble of um, making a new handle out of silky oak and shaped it all up and... 
and I was quite proud of it. And um, and anyway, I took it out the, when I went out. One of my mates was filling, and he flipped the board over, and that was it. Went over the side. <laughs> Job done. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Did anyway, you that's life. No. <laughs> Some of the oh, things that bit. I put over the side of uh, boats, wallets, rods, reels, phones. phones. I've done it all. And I know, Ed, most people I know have done it all as well. Unbelievable. <laughs> Number five for you, Al. Okay, good on you, fellas. Thank good you. Buddy. See Thanks, you, buddy. See ya. I'd love to know how many people have left their wallet on the gunnel of a boat at the fuel oh, station. Oh, there'd be heaps. I've known so many Now, stories. let me quickly get through this. Please. Because it's a... It happened about 10 years ago at the lodge. This is from Jason up in Cairns. It was the closure of the barra season. We had family come from all over to fish the closure. The younger son and I, were, we were filleting a couple of fish that we got the night before at the jetty at Lucinda. I had taken up a tray of fillet and my son, who was 12 at the time, thought he would help me out and sharpen the knives for me. There's danger straight away. Uh-oh. Um, he was using a pull-through sharpener. You know, you yes. pull through. Next thing, the wife and I hear a scream and we run down the stairs and see him holding his wrist saying, I've cut myself. I asked him to take his hand off the cut and was shocked to see a clean cut from one side of his wrist to the other. I yelled out, call 911, even though I know it's triple zero. The ambul- oh, panic. The ambulance asked, you know 911 works in Australia? If there you, you go. If you rang that, yes, just a little snippet. If if if, if you can't, if you're in panic stations. Yeah, yeah. The the ambulance asked where we were and explained Dungeness and that we would meet the Ambos en route to Lucinda to transfer. And we actually met the Ambos at Halifax. As they were leaving the station, they took one look and said, "said keep driving to the hospital in Ingham," and that they were would alert them. Um, that we're on the way. D, my wife reckons that we were on two wheels on a couple of corners to get to the hospital ASAP. I just said that it was lucky I grew up here and knew the roads. We got him to the hospital into ER and they operated on him straight away. While we stood there and watched, the staff were amazed and showed us how close he was to a chopper ride to Townsville as he was less than a millimetre from artery and tendons. Oh, my Lord. So he recovered well, and uh, he no longer uses pull-through sharpeners. So awesome, Jace. Um, he sent what me a great story. F- yeah, he actually sent me photos of the... Oh, you'll have to show me that later. Yeah. Yeah, so... So yeah, it, there's one. Um, beware of pull-through sharpeners. Yes. If you're um, if you're fishing, got to have the sharp knife though. Yeah. Oh, you've got to have a very sharp knife. That that is indeed. Reese, um, let's get down to specifics, Bob. What's on your mind? Not much has happened at the moment. I haven't fished a great deal this year. No, you have not. You've yeah, been uh, rather elusive. Yeah, and to be honest, the tides haven't. Always keep mind. an eye out for the dark horse. <laughs> Tides haven't really lined up that great with weekends either. They've mm-hmm. been very late tides. So, yeah. you know, you've got your low tides at 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, you know. So if you're going to do a day at Hinchinbrook or something, you're not getting home till 7, 8 o'clock at night. Yes. Just, yeah, two bigger days. And the, and the tides aren't that great either, you know. They're, they're no. sitting over a metre at a low, which is not ideal for Hinchinbrook. So. Well, we were there last week at 1.2 and the, the drains had yeah. come out, but they just weren't doing enough. No I, dirty water. We've done a trip up there sort of earlier in, in Feb at some stage, Adam and I, and um, yeah, again, the water just didn't drain. No, you, you, and you're baying for it, yeah. because you always look at your watch and you go, two hours and she's going to be on, and it just doesn't happen, 
because uh, no. there's not enough water coming off the drains. Yeah. And you know what? The uh, and uh, you got the likes of Gavin Miles who um, he, he can find the fish down there. There's yeah, no doubt in that. And uh, and a whole stack of other fish shows that we spoke to at the ramp last weekend. I just said the barrows are on holiday. Yeah, They've just gone complete shutdown. Two two weeks ago and um, oh, specific, all right. Thanks thanks for that. Specifically um, to have a look around. See you, mate. Come on. And, um, Wait up for one second. Have we got a problem? Yeah, Bruce said we can't hear Reese's microphone. What number you got there? Yeah, we're on. That sounds a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. We should have been out of here, but okay. Ring back, Bruce, if you um, if we can't hear Reese. Yeah, yeah, should be out of here, Reese, because everything is uh, lined up as it should be. So, anyway, carry on. Yeah. So. I can hear you coming through mine. So. Yeah. We went and had a look at um, had a had a look at a bank over a missionary, um, just having to suss out of some new spots there. Yeah. You you wouldn't you wouldn't credit it. We waited so the high tide was at night nine nine thirty and. Um, yep. We got around there and we waited and waited and waited. We had about four hours with no bites, you know. Yeah. This specific spot we wanted to fish is about 200 metres of bank. We're going to wait till the, an hour or two after the high. Yep. Fish it, come home, get out at Cardwell before the um, before the tide changes so we can get out and then um, go from there. Cool. So the tide started turning, we got a few fish and then two pro crabbers come through and just leapfrogged each other through the whole bank for about the oh, best part of the time. Oh no. <laughs> Game over. Yeah, it was terrible. So we just, you know, fished it for a little bit longer and then decided to bail on it. But yeah, you. I oh, had disappointing. Yeah, I mean, they could have come in at any stage on the high, you know, and checked it. But, but they did it at prime. Yeah, well, they were obviously waiting for that tide to turn, so some crabs had come out of the mangroves as well, you know. Yep. So, yeah. And they're making their living. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, it was pretty funny. They'd sort of come in. I don't know whether one knew the other one had pots in there or whatnot. Yep. And um, yeah, outside of that, they were just. Jump on that one, Reesey. Any better? I Perfect. Hope so. Everyone's texting me. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, that's way better. So it wasn't anything that we'll do on wrong no. team. It was the fact that looks like microphone four has uh, gone on vacation. So we're going to be uh, microphones one, two, and three. Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, yeah, we. I don't even know that the pros knew they had each other's had pots in there, you know, because it was sort of like once one realised. They come tearing over to that bank and then yep. they sort of started just leapfrogging each other as quick as they could. And yep. you know, those guys, they just hammer in, hammer out, hammer yeah, in, hammer out. Right. And um, oh, it just destroyed the bank on us. So oh, we, you got, poor buggers. Yeah, we got, we got about hey, half Bill, a dozen and then we bailed and yep. uh, got back to Cardwell. So, yeah. Yeah, and that was that. Oh. So, yeah, uh, that's about the, the last trip we've sort of done. And like, yeah. just, yeah, stuff just hasn't lined up for no. good tides, I think. So. No, and the tournament tides aren't brilliant. Uh, May comp or September? May. Yeah, oh, they're all right. I don't they're all right. Mind. Yeah, I don't mind them. Yep. They're not too bad. They're sort of, you got, you know, your nice three well, metre tide in the morning dropping down to 0.7 or something. And the September? Uh, different. Way different. <laughs> I'm not going to say they're bad. They're no. different. But, you know, everyone you just has adapt tides and overcome, that they like. don't you? Yeah. You just got to change your game plan. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, we'll touch on, um, obviously, the hot topic, um, the mackerel. Some people are using the word debacle. Um, uh, what, how would you describe this? Because you're very liberal. 
you see every side. Yeah. What, what's your feeling? Remembering too, to put your pretend you're a mackerel fisherman. You're not yeah. a mackerel fisherman. Yeah. So put yourself in the place of someone who fuels their boat up, goes out, gets a few spaniards, comes home. Yeah. So I mean, all like, in my opinion, you know, do we like? I'm not going to agree that their science is right. I'm not going to disagree that their science is right. I'm going to say I don't probably think it it is where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it's not where it needs to be by their sustainable harvest strategy. Okay. So it's somewhere in the middle there. Yeah. But the last two stock assessments, you know, 2014, 2017, it, it showed a decline. Mm. Not a rapid decline, but it did show no. it was not going in the right direction, which is fair and acknowledgeable. Um, so... To con- continue to, to to do nothing is not a solution. No, fair enough. I think where there's a slap in the face and has been proven, clearly proven, is that the science that they've used is incorrect. Um, their figures, due to that science, is incorrect. There's no ifs, there's no buts about that. Yeah. Um, if you're going to sell this new decision, you have to do it honestly. And and this you is- can't buy for something that you really really want i.e um the grumper or whoever any of them guys just because you want it that bad you can't fib you can't fib to us this this is is what's happened now i've had a good chat with gary about this you know over the last few months and um as i said doing nothing's not it is isn't an option no and that's fair enough if it was if it was acknowledged that um if it was acknowledged that you know those stocks were in decline, yeah, um, you know maybe we wouldn't need to do the measures that we're doing now yeah. and and implement. Um, you know maybe back then all it might have been was a closed season or a slight reduction um, in the in in what's the bag limits are. But now we've got to a point where it's sort of you know because of the political pressures that was put on them back then to not yeah. do anything we we can't continue down that path no fair enough i think to, because we as fishermen and and with some really really good brains amongst us and some scientific brains yep. have disproven their yep. logic i can't understand why no one's come out and said this is how we've got there i mean sure we've gone back to 1918 yep 11 so 1911 yeah someone needs to come out someone needs to come out and say this is how we got here this is why we are here this is why we're now dropping it down i mean the sustainability of our fishing industry our fuel prices and so forth as they are at the moment that's not making it sustainable this is what i'm saying though no one has you know gary has i have this has been well documented that it's been in a decline. Everyone's just looking at the here and now stock assessment. This is 2014, 2017. You think there's a mackerel decline? It's it's documented. It, they've had stock assessments that have been quite rigorous. There's a massive argument in what here, you're saying there. Let me cl- let me clear up. We're sitting, we can sit here and go to and fro, backwards yeah, yeah. and forwards. Uh, look, I'm just, I'm just. Yeah, fisherman. I know. You're just a fisherman, and that's yeah. how I sit in there in these meetings with scientists and work at. Yeah. Um. First of all, the, it's not the science that's wrong. I've spoke to the guy who developed the science in the States, okay. Rick, 
Rick Methot. Um, he developed the stock synthesis size. So I've been talking to a guy in the States um, about this. Um, it's not the science, it's not the methodology, it's the data inputs that we have trouble understanding. They, and I'll just lay it on the line, and I stood up at the meeting and I told them, mm. they have given a, a, they have had a start figure in 1911. There's no data going back to 1911. The nearest data we've got uh, is from the Townsville Fish Board in 1937. Yeah. And they were catching, they caught um, nearly 100 tonne of Spanish mackerel at Ribbon Bramble in two weeks between eight boats in 1937, 1938. Um, it's the data that they've used to get the outcomes at where it is. We've, we've done run our own modelling. Um, and we reckon it's about 35%, yeah. not 17 There's a massive difference. So there is a huge difference, what's, Marty. What's important to note is that in, tw in, in the previous stock assessments, it wasn't at 80, 90, 100. It's, it was not been on, it's not been a very steep decline. It has just been going gradually down, okay? And nothing was done in 2014. Nothing was done in 2017. Admittedly, they didn't have the harvest strategy that was required back then from the federal government. However... As I said, it was in decline. It didn't just get to a point now where it went from 80 or 90%. Like Gary said, it was at around 40%. So it it wasn't super healthy, but it was, you know, reasonable. And that's, yeah. Yeah. Like, we're lucky at Townsville because there are so many mackerel out from here. It's not funny because we're the major area. Um, we got both spawning and feeding yes. aggregation so we're sites here. We're very lucky here. But our southern counterparts and our northern they're having counterparts, a, they're, they're not struggling either, guys. Oh, they don't get the fish we get. Not no, the but they've certainly not seen a decline in what the they fish get they do get over the years. Down, down in on the Gold Coast and those type of areas, and someone will correct me if I'm wrong, but now the last three or four weeks has been their big run, and they don't get the numbers we get. They get good fish. No, of course not, but, but they still... But their numbers yeah. from they could go out in 1980 and get the same numbers in Keep in mind, we're not we're not disputing that there's not heaps of no, fish. No, there's at heaps of fish there. Where there's, it's just it's around it's what that percentage is. Well, there's so. heaps of fish there. Don't well, let me, me ask you both the new rules. Let's go over that quickly one more time. If you're in the boat on your own, you're allowed one Spaniard. If you've got ten people on board your boat, you're only allowed two, two. Spaniards. Max per boat, I voted not, against including, it. Yeah. not including a charter guide, etc., who yep. is allowed one mackerel one per, per paying customer. Yep. Let's forget about that. Yep. So our one per person on their own and our two, doesn't matter how many on board your boat, where do you guys sit with that? I voted against Don't it. Don't agree with it. No. And and only, for, right. only for the reason, and, and my reasoning is, and this is going by their science and their data input, um, Rib Reef and Bramble area and through there, the total allowable catch for commercial, let's just look at commercial because we don't have a lot of rec, rec information. There's very, very little rec information. Which is acknowledged from both the yes, recreational sector and the commercial so, sector. So that's really acknowledged. But 300 tonne of mackerel get caught a year on the whole coast, has done for the last 12 years. Oh. They're allowed to take 580 tonne. But because there's not a lot of fishing licences out there, there's only about 20, 25 that fish mm. full-time chasing yeah. mackerel. There's 240 licences out there, or not like Spanish mackerel symbols. Well, while you're talking about this, just a quick one-word answer. Are the professionals being crapped on here? Yes. 
Oh. Well, they're, mate, they're losing 79%. Yeah, they, it's a big so how, how will they survive? Some it, won't. This, won't. Is, this is livelihood. Yep. Some won't. And that was cost, another one of my... going to impact this. Yeah. Yep. yeah. The, this and is the, livelihood. The tin tax of it is some won't. What will a piece of mackerel go up to in a in your fish shop? They're sitting at average 8 to 9.50 now. We are seriously... De- the well, piece mate, of mackerel... It's going to, and we're not talking a, speci- but a again, spectacular. But you're looking at a bit. There's bigger influences with the price. You look. You look at um, a, a, a commercial fisherman. You're Marty, the commercial fisherman. Yeah. Last year, goes out chasing mackerel and uses 200 litres of fuel. Mm-hmm. That's two hundred dollars. Marty goes out yeah. next week, and uses four hundred dollars, but using the same amount of fuel. So there'll be more into it than the mackerel won't go up because you or it won't go up a great deal because you, I I hundred percent disagree with you. No, you can buy it out of the Northern Territory and WA just because the Queensland. Okay. Ma- okay. There's other. Yeah. yeah, you can buy mackerel. There are the migratory uh, migratory. Yeah. Um, so you're stops. saying that when, when this is implemented, when we go to Dom's. You will, in six months' time, still be paying nine dollars for a piece of fish. No, I didn't say. I said it will go up, but, but it won't I be think fifty dollars a lot. It won't. No, because no. you can still buy it. Dom's already looking at okay. at buying from WA and ha- and. Well, but yeah, okay. So it's got to go up to a degree for export costs. But but then do we lose the fresh label? No, no because it's come from WA. It'll be snap frozen, we've just got, like we've most got of data it. from years and years ago about what. And this is like literally door knocking data to ask what fish shops are using fresh local caught fish, mm. and it's surprising how much of it is not fresh okay. local caught. And I'm not I'm not talking about imported fish. I'm talking about yeah. other stuff that's yeah. caught around our country. Yeah, that's frozen and sold. Okay, so it's still got the fresh label. It's still it is still an Australian product. It's still sustainably harvest, mm. but it's not unloaded off the boats and not frozen fresh, you know? It's not that yeah, level sure. of fresh. Because yeah. there is imported Spanish mackerel, or a king mackerel, they call it overseas. There is imported mackerel sold in fish and chip shops yeah. Okay, in the north. What I think they may have to implement, and because it's... Uh, once If you get pulled up and you've got your two Spaniards on board, right, regardless of how many, yep. and you've still got trial lines out the back... With your pacemakers or your Helco Laser Pros, there's only one reason that's happening, and that's for upgrade. But they can't prove. No. This is where the law. I know. They can't prove what you're doing. And that's. No, they can't. They they and can't. It's the same as targeting Barramundi. Yeah. They can't prove it. No, and that's exactly the same. Even if, if you have got a... And, and let's power. face it, upgrading goes on with any... It, it yeah, doesn't exactly. matter. Of course. Yeah. You, of you, course. Get, you get Joe Bloggs down the creek live baiting and he gets five 60-centimetre barra. It's you it. can't tell me if, yeah. he's, if he's sitting there fishing and he oh. gets an 80... One of the six. See, see it down the Burdekin all the time it, with it, their it, barrels. Yeah. Oh, mate, there's okay, the so Burdekin people. Are, there's the Burdekin people just shut the show off. <laughs> so so up, that's null and void. You will that? never, you will never no. stop upgrading. No. Even, no, even if you have... they have to bring something to put a fear in people's mind? A fear? No. The, where I was... Before where I was going... Because they can say they're looking for a wahoo inside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but there's cobia, there's... Tuna. Tuna. Yeah. There's tuna. Yeah. So they can't okay. prove that. They can prove if you've got six mackerel in your icebox... Yes. ...because they can physically see, see them. 
but they can't prove that. Let, where I was going when I was against the any changes to bag limit or total allowable catch for commercial mm -hmm. is that 40% of 300 tonne gets caught at Bramble, Rib, through that area mm. in two months of the year. So 120 tonne gets caught there. My argument was if we just have a closed season yep. there for two months and no changes in bag limits or total allowable catch, we should see an increase in two years, but they didn't want to listen to me. So, right. and, and that's logic, and, is, and that's what we're and fighting. this is what we're sort of saying. In, oh, well, sorry, what I was saying earlier, um, and, and, you know, as I said, Gaz and I have spoken about this. If this, maybe that's all that needed to happen back in 2014, 2017, but because yep. there was so much pressure put on the government not to do anything... Yeah. They didn't do anything. And, of course, don't forget, they didn't have that 60% target to meet back then either. So no. it was tracking okay, and they were, it was just on the decline a little bit. Yep. So, But the point being, it has been on the decline for a number of years. It's well documented. Yep, um, it is. Not a steep decline, but a, a decline. So, you know, again, if, if, if small changes were implemented back then, we may not be where we are now. But that doesn't mean we, we can't not offer up a solution now. You know, we can't continue on that path. Okay. We're going to take a, a um, song and an air break. When we come back, I want to continue with this because there's a lot we haven't... Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. We've brushed yeah. over a lot. Remembering there is a lot of passion about this, a hell of a lot of passion. And to put that in the re retrospect, Gaza put a post up um, on our Little yeah, Humble North it. Queensland yep. Fishing Show page. It has reached over 108,000 people. Mm. Yeah. 108,000 yep. people have viewed that post. People are taking this seriously. Not everyone is angry about it. No. The, uh, uh, you read enough posts where people are saying, good job, yep. good job. These are mainly vegans. But, <laughs> um, look, can, can I say that? Let's go to a song. <laughs> Cyclist. I mean. Yeah. No, it's, it will come back to it because there is. Please. And, and we've been well, so we well behaved. reforms as well. In, in the months leading up to this, or you have. Um, where we can actually say a few things. Now. I wasn't at the meeting. I wasn't at the meeting in Cairns. I stood up and blew a gasket. Yeah, and so you shouldn't. I went have been. off. Yeah, we so you shouldn't have been. The, What was it on the Monday night? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you shouldn't have been. And and uh, because, and you knew as well as everyone else that you were fighting our fight as well. And they need to see. I uh, uh, the, the only yeah. disappointing thing for me is 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 these. Um, no one's coming out. The, you know what? Marty Price from the North Queensland Fishing Show is speaking up. Gary Powers from the North Queensland Fishing Show is speaking up. Reese is speaking up. Fisheries, someone, come out. Talk to us. They will. Talk to us. No, they're cowards. All right, <laughs> I, let's go it, to a song um, and a when I, oh, I was going to, I was going to no, pay into my song. I was just going to let you go. To now, you, now you've made when me I, stay uh, on air. When I stood up and and blew a gasket. Um, because I'm so short, everyone said, can you please stand on a chair yeah, yeah. so we can see you? So I blew chair. a gasket standing up on the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Go for your song, Marty, please. Well, it's kind of lost my vibe. It'll be my music anyway. You're starting to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back shortly. Thank you. was white, was 18 feet in the bow of the stern line. Second hand from a dealer in Atlanta, I rode up with daddy when he went there to get her. Put on a shine, put on a motor, built out of love, made for the water. 
Ran it for years till the transom got rotten. The piece of my childhood that'll never be forgotten. It was just an old plywood boat. The 75 Johnson with electric choke. A young boy, two hands on the wheel. I can't replace the way it made me feel. And I would turn a sharp knife, make it whine. He'd say, You can't beat the way an old wood boat rides. Just a little lake across the Alabama line. But I was king of the ocean when daddy let me. Just an old half-ton, short-bed Ford My uncle bought new in 64 Daddy got it right, cause the engine was smoking Couple of burnt valves and he had it going He'd let me drive her and we'd haul off a load Down a dirt strip where we'd dump trash off a thick tin road I'd sit up in the seat and stretch my feet out to the pedals Smiling like a hero that just received his medal It was just an old hand-me-down Ford With three speed on the column and a dent in the door A young boy, two hands on the wheel I can't replace the way it made me feel And I would press that clutch and I'd keep it right He'd say, a little sore son, you're doing just fine Just a dirt road with trash on each side But I was Mario Andretti When Daddy let me drive I'm grown up now, three daughters of mom let them drive my old Jeep across the pasture at our home. Maybe one day they'll reach back in their file and pull out that old memory and think of me and smile and say, It's just an old worn out Jeep, rusty old floorboards, hot on my feet. A young girl, two hands on the wheel, I can't replace the way it made me feel, and he'd say, Just an old plywood boat with a 75 Johnson with electric choke. This is the cyclone season in tropical North Queensland. Know what to do before, during and after a cyclone event, like an emergency plan. Do you have a first aid kit? Where is my nearest cyclone shelter? Prepare, take care and survive. Go to North Queensland local regions and check out their disaster dashboard. nqroc.qld.gov.au This is another community service announcement brought to you by 4K1G with acknowledgement of the traditional owners of the Woolgarookabar and Bindal Nations. 
With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service. And all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big-name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you Sponsor. Want European floor tiles at 28% off? Why wouldn't you? At Beaumont's, Australia's biggest floor tile sale is on now. 28% off select European floor tiles and massive slabs from $99. Save on floor tiles or grab a slab. But hurry, last days. Station sponsor. How do you keep your yard looking so flash? I buy all my plants from the Watering Can Garden Centre. With them up on Tavern Street and Kerwin. They also help me make a deadly garden. Thank you, I'm going there right now. The Watering Can Garden Centre, Tavern Street, Kerwin. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the North Queensland Fishing Show, where we keep it real and genuine. We're having a rather passionate show today, and rightly so, I believe. We would love to hear any of you guys and girls that may have a comment on, uh, if you want to if call it the mackerel debacle or the new mackerel rules. I have grave fears uh, for our local tackle store companies, um, uh, lure makers who specifically design mackerel lures and everything. The times ahead are not good nor prosperous um so that's something else that we shall um touch on there'll be a um public consultation coming out explain starts next wednesday guys yeah the public consultation comes out uh let me do we need a rally no it might would that be a waste of time would it be too hard to organize no it won't help marty that, and that's all these... Fisheries ma- don't look at how many people turn up to a rally. Do non-fishermen... No, what they look at is the is, is the, the um, no, no, consultation no. I know. Data. Look, it's done anyway. And? It's done, but it's a, it's a way of releasing our frustrations. See, it's important that non-fishing families, that people who know nothing about the mackerel industry, barrow industry, mangrove jack... That they know what's going on, and that's why you got guys like Gaz on the working group, and I'm on the barrel. But the working group, group, apart from what Gaz told us, does not get exposed. There's no, no public we're, exposure. We're representatives, though, so that we were selected because of our connections to the community, to the fishing industry, to mm. the local political ranks, etc. Mm. So, I'm pretty sure they're going to pick me next year. Did you apply? No. Well, do you want to? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's like yeah, everyone, no. everyone who who's jumping up and down. How many, how many work? I couldn't stand being in a room with them. Next, of idiots. next Wednesday, the public consultation yeah. comes out, and that's where we've now. Here's here's the hard part that we're fighting against. Oh, and this, please. I brought this up at the meeting in Cairns, and I will harp back to the meeting in Cairns because the big wigs from Fishos yep. are there, and we brung up about the public consultation, and I said. Wreck fishermen are renowned to be 
a bit lazy when it comes to stuff like this. They won't mm -hmm. get on it. And what we're fighting against also is green groups. And we know that the green groups, some green groups would love to see fishing totally, mm -hmm. completely stopped. And what we have with green groups is they have thousands of those people around Australia, especially in the capital cities, and they organise a mail-out. So all they do is go to a list and click on it, and they can get a 1,000 things Responses. in. yep. And a fisherman will get 250. Put that caller through and while you finish. And the minister looks at it and goes, or oh, there's another advisory. I'll talk about it in a sec. Yeah, Go talk for about because I'm, I'm interested to yeah, hear this. It's mm. a really hard one. Yes, it is. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, fishing show. No, no. nothing through. Next one, Marty. All right. Get ready. Coming your way. Beautiful. Good morning, fishing show. Are you pressing the right button? Yeah, <laughs> I am. Telephone. It's not coming through. Just hang that one back up. Hanging it up. Let Done. It's, coming, it's lighting up here. Third time lucky. Ready again. Go, yeah. Marty. See, it's not lighting up there. So I dare say nothing's going to happen. Good morning, fishing show. Nah. Nah, we've lost. We've lost our phone line. We'll check that out. Yeah, we, we can't afford to... that to happen. No, that's a bit of a bummer. I'll get to those after. It was working before. Did you... Um... Yeah, you tried the I one can try this to, one. Yeah, let's try that one. Let's give it a go, just in case something's happened. Go. Good morning, fishing show. No. Nah. Well, one more time. No. 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 That was a hang-up line. Bugger! No, that's We're going to need that to work. We are. We are, Marty. That's a bit of a strange one at the moment. Let's try Let, one more time. One more time. And then we'll... Uh, we'll sort it out. Oh, there we go. That was flashing. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. How you going? Hey, hey, good, buddy. Who have we got this morning? John. You got John, mate. Hey, John. How's your morning travelling? Ah, oh, I'm getting wet ass down here. Hillbilly heaven getting wet, is it? Yeah. Uh, the only time everything gets a wash down there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the missus out in the rain, mate. You give her a good scrub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you chasing a couple of numbers. Yeah, mate. Uh, Janine is number 10. And, All right. And you are number 11, John. Okay, mate. Good on you, buddy. You have a good time down there at Hillbilly Heaven. Thanks, Johnny. Okay. See you, mate. See ya. Bye-bye. Right. Finally got it. We're, we're back We got action. it. I don't know what was going on there. There was a glitch. No, it it, it lit up on it. our main line, so everything good. come good. Yeah, it's a, it's been a hard one. It's been a process. I actually said to someone... Um, a while ago. It's the first ever working group I've been on. Yeah. And probably the last after the after it was. When you um, lay there, yeah. go for it. Let's take it. Good morning, fishing show. Morning, Marty. How are you? Oh, hey, Gregory. Greg. How are you this morning? Hey, pretty good. Hey, on this mackerel debacle, you know how everyone chips in and goes in somebody's boat out to the reef? Yes. Let's say you've got four spearrows going out. We used to do it all the time. Take a couple extra blokes out with us to help pay for the fuel. Yep. And um, you jump in the boat. Everyone swims off in their own direction. Everyone spears a Spaniard. They all come back at different times. So the first two blokes back in the boat, they've got a Spaniard each. They don't fear their fish. And they chuck them in the air. The other two blokes come back with a Spaniard. They've got to chuck theirs away. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's a, and look, that's a scenario that will happen. Understand the flaws in the, in the yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. There's yep. flaws in it. Um, it's, it, it look, it, it's... Uh, it's a shame. I think I think a lot of people, from people that I've spoken to, is it's, it's it's almost like they snuck up on us 
We were so that this has come out of nowhere. Last year at this time, sitting here on this show with you guys, we weren't talking about no. a Spanish mackerel. And, and you know, this is where we're saying about that problem. public consultation. If they get a million people write in and say, actually, you know what, some of these things are okay. We just don't agree with the boat limit. Yeah, then that that's something that's quite feasible. And some feasible. of these things are okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they are okay. 100%. But the boat limit. No, no and that's right. They but they need to hear that from you know the the right amount of the public. Yeah. And you know that's something that is certainly a, an easy enough adjustment for them to make in there and say, well, look, you know, we we forecast it might have been four years to get back to that percentage. However, yep. now, now it's going to take five years. Are we okay with that? Yeah, we. But are. they'll never change this back. This this what no, we've got okay. here. Will be it for, for 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 the rest of Greg's life Possibly, on the mine. But that's why it's important to get that feedback in. So we would can, you, yeah, yeah you know. would you agree with that, Greg? Yep. Yeah. It's Once they take something off you, you never ever get it back. No. Nah, tell me something that they've given back to us that, that um, look we are taken. we're working on a we are. I know we're working on a um, solution for the black dew. Like I'm part of that solution. You know, yeah. I've been, I've been fishing with the the um, fisheries guys to to get the DNA samples out of our zones here. Yeah. Um. So once we've got the data for that, we are working on a solution that will release the wreck fishermen from the from the the total closure. Yeah, it um, needs to be because that's that's laughable. Yeah, but I mean, it's a point that I'm making that you know these things. Can be implemented quickly, and they yeah. can be changed. Most but, yeah. definitely. Okay, Gregory. As always, thank you for your input, you mate. A we appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, we, we'll give you a number for yourself and Janelle. Yeah, before the number. Yep. Do they realise that Spanish mackerel don't release? Correct. Yes, they certainly yeah, we, do not. And that's why yes, the Gaz voted against forty percent rate of of survival yeah. after release. They kill themselves in the fight. Correct. Yeah. They thrash their gills yes. so much that nine nine out of ten of but, them are bleeding. But when you look at it. That do- doesn't come into it, Greg, because it's no different to being out on the reef. Um, how many times yeah. do you watch a 35-centimetre coral trout float away up on the surface? Yeah, it, fair enough, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, Greg, we, we covered just about every avenue we could. And like I said, I was against all of the implementations of bag limits and total allowable catch changes. Um, all I wanted was a closed season, but... Um, after bashing my head against the desk 50 times, um, it, it's not, it wasn't going to happen. Um, you know, I can well, only put my... If you re- When the, you read the communique, you see they don't actually name you. No. They actually say a recreational representative disagreed with. That's usually yeah. me. That's only because <laughs> they don't want their names named. No, no. When we, you, sorry? When we, used to, when we used to chase Spaniards, we caught three over 30 kilos... And when when they were gaff, we only used to use fifteen or twenty pound mono back then. Everyone was dead on the gaff. Yeah. yeah see, there's yeah. no market for um, Spaniards over fifteen kilo because of the yep. risk of cigarettes. Because of There's only yeah. a couple. Of, there's only a couple of spots spots on the east coast where they result a resident fish inshore where they get to that size where they don't have cigarettes. Yeah, righto. And lee down. I wouldn't risk it. Lee, oh, but a fifteen kilo Spaniard down, would be perfect. The, the, the interesting story about. About um, Greg, we're going to let you get going, buddy. We think you're so much. Numbers, no, Greg. <laughs> Twelve <laughs> and thirteen. Twelve for you, thirteen for Janelle. Good on you, Greg. Yeah. All right, Greg. We'll talk to you next week, mate. Here's an here's an interesting one. There's a young fella on the working group, Lee, and Lee's a hundred percent Spanish mackerel man, which I have no problem looking after people like Lee. Um, because that's all he chases. There's other Spanish mackerel symbols out there that the guys work in the mines, mm. earn 180 grand a year, 
and then go up north and catch $100,000 worth of mackerel in a couple of months. them, yeah. And then go. They take one swing off and they get it four weeks off and then they go for a joint. My biggest concern here is for the dedicated, and we all know them, and it happens every year, there's a thousand fish shows that we know that go out specifically for Spaniards. Yep. They go out, they get the few Spaniards with the with the likes of Cryovac machines and fillets. Yeah, but those guys still get their Spaniards throughout the whole year. Yeah. They're still getting them now. Yep. No, but the fuel to get... That's, to I know, I know. But you can't do know, anything about that. You either want to chase mackerel or you don't. Your average boat, your average mackerel boat to get to the mackerel grounds to do a day out there is, I don't know, what, what are we talking 20 mile to the first mackerel. 20 mile to the first Mac patches. So oh, it's a great case scenario. 250 So 40 bucks to get there. And trolling around with a... 40 bucks to get there. To the Mac in patches. Your boat. I'm talking a, a mackerel boat. Yeah, seven, 75% of registered boats in Queensland are 4.4 metres or less. So yeah. there, there's not... The guys oh, who have yeah. got a six... Yeah, but how often do you see a 4.4 out the back in 10 But it's not, gonna yeah. cha- it's not going to change their fuel yeah, costs. The guys though. who have got six, six metre boats and 6.8 are usually going to the reef. To chase reds Incidental or captures. I, I disagree with that They're, because some uh, when they've got that trip lined up on the five knot weekend, yes, they are. Yeah, but there's a huge percentage to go today. I'm dedicating the mackerel. Yeah, but, but that's gone now. You can't no, but if you're going, it doesn't matter if you've got a six metre boat with a 150 horsepower four stroke on it. The mac patches start at 20 mile out or just yeah. behind. You can get mackerel in the shipping channel, of course. trolling a wolfie at the end. Of- so you can spend. Do 20 mile and start. The good switched on guys will get their mackerel within that area there. So they've only Regardless used. Regardless of that, I'm going to say yeah, this. Go. One, I'm going to say this once. If you're do- looking for a cost return basis on fishing, give it up. No, it's, it's not a thing. No, no, no. That, 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 and that's certainly not an avenue I'm going down. But it has to be somewhat sustainable to the wallet. Yeah, but it's the same as yeah, me going barra fishing to Hinchinbrook for a weekend and not keeping a single fish, which yeah. I do regularly. I, yeah, I, but, that, but that's the sort of um, fisherman that you are. Yeah, but I'm not looking. You cannot and put a cost return in it. Yeah, I know. Anyway. But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you go out, you do a trip this weekend, you get two fish at 15 kilo. There's 30 kilo. There's five kilo of waste on each of those fish. There's 20 kilos of fillets yeah. right? for two blokes, 20 kilos. You can go and do that the next weekend as well. And you're talking about, call it 100 bucks each way to go to the Mac Patches. Yeah. There's $400 for two weekends for 40 kilos of fish. That, that's not bad, you know. That's still a reasonable return if that's all you're going to target, you know. Well, you want to just have two on your boat then. Yeah, that's right. You know, but even then, divide it by three. Or, you, you know, if you want to give your, your in-laws some or whatever. Look, I, no, I understand what you're saying. Um, it's just, it's a bad deal. It's a bad Hence deal. Hence why it was voted against. But they That's need- why the bag limits I voted yeah. against them. Yeah. Like, we're not saying I support it. No. But I'm, it's going to happen. And, it and that's happened. No, it, it, ha- it isn't implemented no. yet. It isn't implemented yet, but my there spidey is an, senses. There is another option, Gaz. Was, uh, the other, there was two options, and Reese is 100% right. There was two options given to us. And, and the, the two options are defined by legislation here. Yeah. We're not talking about this is what was dreamed this, up. This is two options. We were given an option A and an option B to look at. Whether we agreed with them in part or total was up to us. And in part, no, we didn't agree with it. We had option B. 
which was a 79% drop in total allowable catch for commercial, taking them from 580, which they were allowed to take, tonne, down to around 125 tonne. And the wrecks were down to one fish or two. Option A was no fishing for Spaniards at all from anyone. Total closure, do not fish for Spaniards, it is illegal. Not even the black Jewfish situation, this is a total This is total. That was was the only two scenarios that were put to us. And that's defined in the the legislation, that's defined under 20%. They have the right to have a total closure, which is what we're probably going to see with the likes of the Threadfin Salmon Stocks for the Northern Territory on the West Coast there. Okay. I think, like, talking to the boys at the pub, Yep. You, you, they're not you, going to like it. No, no, but no, but their concerns, their fears, and it's, it, it could be rightly justified. They think, like, if we're being honest here, if we're putting this on the table, if Grumper could say no more fish in the Great Barrier Reef, it'd be gone tomorrow. No, yeah, it it can't, no. Oh, oh Gary, no, no. Let me explain. No, Marty, they, they, they Marty, be quiet there. for no. two seconds. I've let you speak heaps, mate. Um, heaps. Grumper can't shut the no. fishery on the reef tomorrow. That's not what I said, Gary. I said that's what they want to do. No, but they can't do it because, and this is where it goes down into all the the legalities of it. Yeah. They have given Queensland government mm. control of the fisheries in Queensland. For for Grumper to go to manage themselves. Stop it. You're not fishing. It has to go to court, mm. to parliament, to legislation right through. Don't get us wrong. How, 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 how does wrong. this mackerel thing come through? They, they've got what, a representative they, 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 on they, there. Yeah, yeah, but did it go through the same channels as what you just described? No, because it's Queensland. What, so mackerel, they can just go, right, that's it. No, One it's Queensland Fisheries. They're not in charge of the Barrier Reef. Queensland Fisheries or Queensland Government manage fisheries in the marine park. Right. If we didn't have... So the, who are you saying made this decision? Queensland Fisheries. Yeah. All right, but then the, the, why are we getting the all fed- these posts saying it's got nothing to do with Queensland Fisheries? Don't, don't be angry with them. No. So it, they're wrong? No, they're not wrong. What it is is a 2050 reef plan Mm. by the federal government. And Mm -hmm. anyone can jump on the internet and go 2050 reef plan, federal government. Mm -hmm. And there's a 60% sustainable fisheries Mm. target in that from the federal government. Federal government have funded this with Queensland government to get a sustainable fish strategy for 2050. This is going to be implemented to be sustainable by 2027 to be around 40% with Spanish mackerel. So it's the two governments working together. But Grumpa have a representative on the... The same as we have a rec representative, they have a representative on there. Grumpa has a representative on the working group. How did their representative go with the mackerel? Not very well. I had the right, and at times I've said to to the Grumpa representative, Darren, be be quiet, you can't talk like that so he is just a person yep. on there yeah they have no more pull than what we have than i have on no. there they can't and that's a question i i spoke to darren from grumpa aside and said can you close it like that and he said no and he told me the process we've got that might be able to do it like that but that is an agenda it's a clear agenda if they can they can have that, but they can't. They they cannot do it. They they need to go through this process. You but know. But what if they do, guys? Well, that, we can't all... stop that. If they. But that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying how to get there. I'm not saying what the rules and keep regulations this, are to this get in there. Mind. I'm saying that there is a possible. Th- th- this is what keep a lot this of them in mind. Want. The option was there to shut it. 
they didn't get it through. Well, it shut looks, the reef. Yeah, shut the mackerel. It shut looks the like they no, won't no, the get mackerel, it. Yeah. It looks like they won't get it through. If they had an opportunity to push their agenda, mm. that would have been their option. And then I think Gary and I spoke about that. It's, I think there's a fear that our our trouties it went from ten per person to seven per person, that it's going to go to two per person, that the whole thing will become unsustainable for your average Joe Blow on the Aussie Trout, wage. Trout are at 60%. They're, fi- yeah, they're fine. They're fine. They're no dramas. That's what the target is, and that's where they're 60% at. 60% where Same they want Same as threadfin salmon on the East Coast. You're not going so to see any changes in those. So we're not going to see a change on the coral trout in what? How many years? Well, the, the, what there's about a big table for stock why assessments. Why is there so much talk about our redfish? Because that's under review. It's the next stock assessment. Where are our redfish sitting on the biomass? We need to wait for that stock assessment. That hasn't come out. I Same haven't as seen the Barra stock assessment. But, it's due in June. But boys, what I'm saying is that the the biomass on the mackerel isn't 17 percent, and it's still gone through. The biomass on the reds mightn't be at 70 percent. They're going to say that, and it will go through. But it's through. not 60 percent. That's what we're saying. Right. We agree with you that it's not 17%, but it's not 60 and No, it's not 70%. So we have to have but, something in there. But, lads, it's going to go through. Yeah. And it's not at 70%. So redfish, they could do exactly the same thing. Yep. That's it's a not possibility. It's not at 70%. They're going to say it's at 17%. And then it's one. But we've, we're seeing, we're seeing just, some oh, other. No. We are seeing some stock assessments come through that are fine. Like yeah. I said, threadfin on the east coast, um, even with the you know the net free zones further yeah. south, those numbers are pumped. It and does that mean it's great for our region? No, but we we can't make a rule for our region and then the southern region. We yeah. have to make a rule that goes across the east coast. And if their stock assessment says it's fine at seven, at sixty percent, mm. that's not going to change for anyone then. Mm-hmm. So. These things are coming through in favour. It, it, it truly depends. Like there is, uh, you know, this, the science there, whilst it might not be 100% accurate, it does paint a picture based off past stock assessments with where those species are heading. And that's the important part we have to realise here. It's not just the here and now. It's mm-hmm. where they're heading, where we want it to go and where they need to be. So, yeah. right. you know, there is the differences there. Fair enough. Fair it's, enough. it's technical. It, it is super, is, super yeah. technical. It, there's, there are... And, Grumper just can't stop us fishing the no. reef it, it, no. because Queensland Fisheries, and that was one thing I asked in the very, very first meeting, if yep. Grumper don't like this, can they? They can put pressure on Queensland hmm. Fisheries, and they are. Yeah, don't 100% don't get are. me wrong. but Like I that, said, the other option that they could have voted There was two for. options. But what's happening is like, and there are lots of posts out there, there with this ain't the fisheries, this ain't this. Ain't. All right, fair enough. That, that's fair enough. So that's but people that don't know what they're talking about. that these guys are a toothless tiger. They have no power. No, they're they're those, scapegoats. Those they're, posts, they're told to do what to do, and they do it. They're puppy dogs. They're a Let's government. Yeah. They're public they servants, yeah. and, that, and that's how they go. Above us... So there's no point being... Above, no, there's no point being angry at fisheries because no. they have no power anyway. They're not the, Not the guys on the ground. Not the guys that, that check you at the boat ramp. Those no. fellas... Speaking of that, that idiot was at the Lucinda um, boat ramp last weekend taking surveys again. And I was very polite with him. I just said, oh, yeah. never again. Yeah. And, and I implore all of our listeners on this show, next time you get one of them scabby-looking people coming up with a noteboard and wanting to and take we've, data we've, off we've you raised, ramp, just kindly tell them we've raised, no We've raised this, you know. We understand that that data collection method isn't great as a recreational group, you know. It, we've we've raised this repeatedly, and you know I seen a a um uh, the stuff we spoke about the other night the um 
comment was made, you know, that maybe Queensland need to look at how other states harvest their data for recreational anglers, which mm. we agree with. We we, we know we, there's a mm. there's a shortfalling in that. Yeah. You know, phone surveys, ramp surveys, there, there's not enough accurate data there for no, recreational that, them representation. Ramp surveys are a really, really dangerous yep. thing for us. We, we, really we brought up. Yeah, brought we it acknowledge up. it. I, I can give you the stats of... Why are they still doing it, guys? Why, because why we have this, no other data, Marty. This is the issue. That's what's killing us. We have no accurate rec data. We can't... What, so we take a, a dodged one? Something that is totally unreliable? No, it's not unreliable because they talk to 2,700 fishermen on the phone. And they ring them mm. um, and talk to them, when'd you fish, where'd you fish, how'd you fish? And they, then they have to average, and that's the, that's the data flaws that I was we've, talking we've, about. Yeah, every working flaws. group it's been brought up, yes. and, and, and mm-hmm. it's hammered home by the pros, and we accept that, and the recreationals are right behind them saying, yeah, we agree, For our sure. data is not great. Let's chuck to an ad, and when we come back, we're going to talk to um, Mick from Motorco. And see what awesome vehicle we've got on the lot today. We'll be back. We're going to miss the song this time because we're pretty full on chat now. Won't be long. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbet. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Science. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Science on 0418 199 Station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service, and all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to this action-packed show that we've got for you live, 100% live this morning. Let's carry on with a really cool theme and cross to Mick from Motorco. See what's going on in the yard there. Good morning, Mick. How are you? Good morning, team. How are you doing? Oh, we're doing wonderful this morning. It's a rather cosy in here. All we need is a really good movie and uh, a couple of dunas. Just raining yeah, outside. That's, that's, that's getting a little bit weird, but anyway, go. Yeah, you, it, whatever you want to do, mate, go for it. Ah, 
Why not? That's what it's all about, being weird, my friend. What's the weather doing out front of the shop? Uh, mate, it's, it's overcast. It's not raining at the moment, but uh, I think there's some more coming down the coast, isn't there? Yeah, yeah I didn't even know we were going to be getting rain. I, I completely missed it until I woke up this morning and it was pelting yeah. down on the old tin roof. Yeah, it's very good, though. We, we, we needed it just to green things up again, but we need a lot more so we can fill the dam up and uh, so we can still have another shower next week. Yeah, most definitely. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> hey, what's the plan for the weekend for you, Mick? You getting out and having uh, well, a bit of a hit? Well, well, weather permitting, I'm, I'm going to go out to, uh, out to Rose Bay and have a bash this afternoon. So, but as long as it's not too wet or sloppy out there, because uh, they won't let our buggies on, I don't want to walk. I'm too lazy. Yeah, no, fair enough. Do you yeah. own your own buggy or do you hire one? Oh, I've got my own. I, I, I bought one a couple of years ago, and uh, yeah, so it, it makes it a little bit, uh, a little bit nicer. A little, little fringe on there for a couple of coldies. Oh, beautiful! Yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> It's a, yeah, no, hopefully we'll get a, get a bash out there today. Maybe you, you guys going fishing? Mate, I think we will. I'll have a look and see what the weather's doing tonight. Mind you, it was breezy. It was uh, yeah. really breezy. Gaz is going to um, head across to the Cape in the morning and see yeah. what if he can find the barrow over there and so forth. So, look, nothing's 100%. Um, I think Gary is regardless. But, you know, if he pops his head out and it's blowing 15s, he probably won't. So yeah. no, He's committed, mate. He's, he's, he's a... He's a, he's a a, a rat bag. So yeah, he is indeed. And at, at, at the very least, it's going to be a little bit cooler. Yeah, absolutely. The weather's nice now. It's uh it's not as humid as it was. But. No, well, we walked into the studio this morning when the uh, uh, we were absolutely drenched and uh, yeah. walked straight into an icy, icy <laughs> studio room and all, all three of us froze. Like, oh, my Lord. So, Turn the air con, Jesus. Yeah, definitely. Hey, what do you got on the uh, lot today, my yeah. friend? Right, and today we've got a 2014 Holden Colorado 4x4 turbo diesel dual cab, a little auto um, with a bull bar, tow bar, uh, one owner, full service history, uh, very, very, very tidy little unit, and uh, today it's 28 grand drive away. Beautiful. That sounds like a great so deal. Four-wheel drive dual cab under 30K is, uh, is, is a bit hard to find at the moment. So oh, I can imagine. This is a very good example of one. So, uh, yeah, if someone wants something that's cost-effective, uh, uh, this is this is the ute for you. So, uh, yeah, yep. 2014, um, yeah, four-wheel drive, auto, turbo diesel, full bar, tow bar, ready to go. Yep. That's and if they mentioned that they heard it on the fishing show and they come in and buy it, um, I'll throw a $300 fuel card on the on the seat just to... Just to keep you going. Holy hell. Maybe a week, I suppose. That's about how much you'll get, isn't it? Yeah, a quarter of a tank. Yeah. Each week it's getting less. Yes, yes. So hopefully we'll we'll come back to some sort of normality or some sort of reality, I guess. uh, Start start putting the leaderage on there. Yeah, put the leaderage on there. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) That'll be the way to do it. Rather than a been a speedo reading. <laughs> what time are you closing the doors today, Vigo? Yeah, we're here to uh, 1 o'clock, down here at 1618 Bowen Road, opposite the Rising Sun Shopping Centre, opposite Audi and Porsche. Uh, drop in, say day, and uh, it's a nice cool day to come out looking for cars. So uh, drop in and have a look. We've got a big range of utes and dual cabs and wagons at the moment. So uh, Yeah, definitely. And if you've got a vehicle there, there you're not using and you need a bit of cash, you guys take it straight off your hands. Yep. Certainly, yeah. Well, the, I just bought one yesterday, a uh, four-wheel drive um, extra cab uh, Ford Ranger, which I haven't put up online yet, so I won't say too much about that, but 
It's got a heap of kit on it, so it's a, it's going to be the special for next week, I reckon. Oh, how exciting is that? We look forward just, to seeing just, her. Just a, just a little bit of a teaser, you know. So Ooh, I'll send a photo 3D because you need to see this thing to to uh, appreciate what it is. Uh, it's something a little bit special. Oh, it's very exciting. I look, I look forward to it. <laughs> Mick, you have a wonderful weekend. I hope you get out for yeah. a round. Stay safe, mate, yeah. and thanks for being the sponsor. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thanks for that. Be safe out there and have a great weekend. All the best to uh, all the people out at um, Royal Rose Bay today, too. Uh, good on you, mate. You're awesome. See you, Thanks. bloke. Good on you, buddy. Thanks, mate. See you, guys. See, See you, mate. Bye. Ah, there we go, Mick Motorco. What are you giggling about? Oh, I just had little Emily ring in for a bing, uh, for a spin and wheel number. Yeah. And I said, would mum like a number? And she said, mum, would you? And it's Rachel who rang in four numbers ago. Caught them out. Oh, Rachel, Emily, I got your got your measure. I got your measure. So no, we had a little giggle there uh, on the phone. So hey, yes, nothing wrong with that. Emily, you are You're number eighteen, ones. and Rach, you know you are number fifteen. So I get a kick out of knowing the whole families are listening. It's to cool, us. mate. It's really good talking to kids and mums and dads. And next. pardon? They're probably all like, I wonder what they're going to say next. No, we'll move on. Well, I've had text saying, move on. We know yep. what's happening. Move on from the mackerel. Move on from the... the you, you one mystery text again. Fine. <laughs> Let's go. Fine. Let's go. That Gary makes up text. Text himself. Yeah, Let's text move himself. on from that. On. Yeah, text myself saying, Let's move what on. What do you know about the barra? Um, <laughs> get me off. I'll quick, answer this phone. Quick, good. T- quick touch on that, and then we'll go into more barra stuff in regards to the Maycomp. So, yeah, yeah. Um, barra Working Group met in December. Yeah. Um, there was a whole heap of legislation that got put through in September the year before. Where's their biomass at? Three? <laughs> no. Um, the bio, the, the Mundy stock assessment's due in June. So it was due in August. Yep. Um, we asked fisheries to pull it forward to have it tabled for us by June. Yeah. Uh, our next meeting will be in July. Mm. Um, from July, we'll <coughs> make decisions based on Barramundi yeah, okay. yeah. for the 2023 season. Yeah. So okay. that'll be, again, across the, the board. I think the Barras are, <coughs> I think they're going okay um, based off their, their past stock assessments and, yep. you know, how some of the Threadfin stock assessments have so been. So chances are, um, I'm going to put it on the table now, there is definitely going to be a size drop. Uh, that's what's been talked about. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're talking about so a lot of stuff. So it's remain at one twenty. That's which, that's documented in the in the comics that have been put out. Yep. Yeah, for sure. What about numbers? Again, to be honest, that's really going to depend on where the stock stock assessment sits. You know, if it's sitting okay. at sixty percent. There's, then it that's will stay fine, you know. Or if it's at fifty percent, the drop in max size. Keeping in mind, a, a what one, would you like to see? Uh, personally, I'd like to see you know a maximum of ninety, but that's not going to happen. It won't get that low. Um, I think you're going to be looking at a meter. Yeah, at a meter. So we we talked explicitly last time. We've got strong data for our zone three here. Keeping in mind, we can't make a decision based on one area. Our decision goes for the whole of Queensland. You know, we mm-hmm. can't change. We can't make a decision based on the fact that the Burdekin River has the biggest lot of big fish in the state we can't we can't make those decisions so we have to be fair and equitable across the board based on the stock assessment of the biomass right they give us breakdowns for each of the regions and some areas have great numbers of egg bearing females like um zone four and five further to the south they've got good number of egg bearing females and they've got good numbers of, of fish in general the zone three where we are, we've got lower numbers of, of those egg-bearing females. You know, we're at 23% in our area. Yeah. Um, and that's because we do have the 
bigger rivers here that that support those bigger fish that our mm. pros you know target those off ne- we call it near shore netting so they're not in the estuaries they're yeah. out you know off the sand but bars. isn't there big talk too about net size coming in for the uh, yep so the, the the net sizes have already been changed right we, explain that real quick so in 2021 in september the changes came through we collectively as a group said two things that net's actually not even available so okay we understand the net size and this is only for near shore netting okay this isn't for up the creek still so this is for near shore netting the net size was reduced to a maximum of seven inch mesh right so that happened in 2021 12 months sort of we we didn't have a current stock assessment and we don't want the we don't want the commercial guys out there going out spending all this money when mm. they may not have needed to like yep. that's something we could have repealed if we felt it was necessary yeah so we we came in december we came up with a bit of a memorandum of understanding to sort yeah. of say as a group rex commercials fisheries we're not going to implement this state ch- size change yep. until we see the new stock assessment cool so at the moment it's in but they're not enforcing it until the new stock assessment comes out which oh. is in june all right very good um so yeah look uh, we we i highlighted i actually went through and, and run the calc or the formulas with um some other scientists yeah um friends of mine and you know what we what was really important to note was that yep so we do have 23 percent egg bearing females in our area at a metre long, uh, a barramundi produces 10 million eggs, okay, yeah. per season. And what survival rate of that's like 1.2% of them? Uh, it's yeah, pretty good, it whatever is, it is. It's not bad, yeah. but the point was at 1.2, so you're talking 200 mil longer, uh-huh. it's 20 million. Gotcha. So that 200 mil, if we save that 200 mil as a maximum size reduction, hmm. that's the equivalent of another metre long fish in the system as far as recruitment's concerned. Yeah, okay. So, you know, that, these sense. are the sort of points that we're talking about, you know, hmm. with the with the commercial guys. So, yeah. All right. I reckon we've spoken enough on the science of, of yeah, everything and sure. rules and everything. Tell me quickly, like, you spend a lot of time up at Hinchinbrook and, uh, and you're a flats man. Yep. Love it. What and you've let's say you've got uh, five rods rigged up on the front bow, which often you do. Yep. Per person, <laughs> when you come into a, a, a like a drain or a, or a flat and so forth, how do you fish it? What is your science? How do you? There's that word again. Sorry. Um, why are you picking a particular bank? Stop. Are you looking for a severe drop off on a flat? You want real shallow drop off? Obviously, there's there's you your spots so yep you're going to have different spots i.e a drop off a drain structure you're going to have those sorts of different things you're fishing but i mean my day sort of i I start taking just taking in data at the boat ramp is Mm -hmm. it overcast is it rainy Mm -hmm. uh is it a big run um is the wind blowing a certain direction that's going to push bait around you know I, i start that early you know before i even when i'm driving halfway to my spot i'm thinking actually you know what this this and this is going to line up for another spot i wasn't thinking about until i started driving there Mm -hmm. and i'll change direction and go over there because of the conditions around me yeah uh you know in in those five rods i i i probably rig very broad to start the day and then that narrows right down or i'll keep them rigged but i'll just pick up what's the first thing you're throwing in there what is your best Best chance? Are you going to throw in a Berkeley shrimp? Um, or? I'll be honest. I probably fish top water. Top water? Yeah. Like a frog or a, yeah. or a tango dancer yep, or something yep. like just that. Just a top water. Um, you know, but, just but this to... would be over a shallow flat. 
depending on the tide, you know. If, it, if the tide's a bit higher in the morning, we might go and run to some structure yeah. and, and fish, you know, some sh- gulps or whatever. And then, and then as that tide drops back, you know, then we'll change it up a little bit. Are you a topwater man uh, in regards to first thing in the morning, late afternoon, or were you uh, happy we, to rock up there at 10 o'clock when that sun's high in no, the sky? No, we've always got at least one topwater tide on. Whether we pick it up or not is a different story. Yeah, you know, yeah. and sometimes it'll take half a day of throwing it, like everyone, before we realise that they're not eating top water today. Yeah, for sure. So you know, it's just something. It's just one of the five. You know, we've generally got rigged up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, excellent. And what so, what do you have for? Uh, we've always got some sort of prawn imitation or two. You know, yeah, I like know, a, a shrimp. Yeah, Hilly, Hilly, and I'll quite often run um, different sizes, same lure, yeah. just different sizes. So yeah. we'll run. Um, when you're throwing your prawns, are you uh, prone to a straight, slow retrieve? Do you like to give a little hop along the bottom? Depends on what sort of country we're fishing. You know, um, yeah. if it's a little bit deeper, like some of the stuff that we've done, you know, I'll give it a bit of a hop on the one spot sort on of thing. On the flats, are you running a stinger? Uh, no, I generally run J-hook, like jig heads if I can. Okay, so when you say jig head, you're talking like, so you take out the original hook? Yeah, yeah, yep. So you're talking about your Okotas or your Golds yep. here? Yeah, no Okotas. So, uh, sorry, with the Okotas, so I thought we were talking about the Golds. With the Okotas, I, I generally just keep the, the main hook in there. The and, main hook yeah, in there, the worm do, hook yeah, with the I sinker do, on it? Yeah, and I just run, I do run a stinger on those. Okay. Um, I just found with jig heads, they don't swim quite as straight. So, yep. um, yeah, no, I, I generally do that. With the with anything else, though, I just rig it on a jig head. For um, sure. Bit of a mixed jig. Don't throw your prawns away when they're a bit battered because they make a fantastic shoal reef. Lua. Yeah, slide a big one ounce in there. And yeah, drop yeah, it drop down. it down. Yeah. They were, all right, so we've got a topwater lure. We've got a Berkeley gulp prawn shrimp. We've got a Zeric prawn yeah. imitation. That's three. Um, probably, oh, I, I probably don't even get to five. Uh, the, the, a paddle tail of some sort. Okay. You know, so that, four well, or five inch. You so know. you've completely cut out your, your gold bombers, B-52s, hijackers. I don't use too many hard bodies these days. I no. do, but there it's is a place for them. Hundred percent. Yeah, we've I've, I've certainly got a tray of, you know, thunder sticks and the likes and a few yeah. other lures that no one else uses. But yeah, yeah. Um, we we keep those ones up our sleeves for when when we, you know, fishing those harder um, pressured fish. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to let you and Gaz have a little bit of a chat together for a moment. While you do that, I'm going to get hold of Jeanette, uh, Je- who, 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 awesome, Jeanette yeah, from NQ Field Days, which is on next week, and you guys, yeah, you've got so people Tafe, there. Tafe's got a, uh, a stall out there. I think Marty's going to be yeah, out there Marty's as there well, at the bar. So, uh, <laughs> He's there with Kenny. I'm Kenny's a different person. I don't, yeah. Kenny's auto I think Marty's out there with I'm the boys from. I'm actually really Ken- looking forward to it. It's going to be a. It's a pretty big, yeah. I got I got two guys out there. We got a whole heap of machinery out there and stuff for um, getting uh, all your um, operators' tickets and stuff. So yeah, the guys will be out there selling that. So yeah, oh awesome, should be a good. Jeanette will tell us all about it soon. Yeah, Uh, Marty's got her on the phone, so it's going to be a uh, a big couple of days for Jeanette and the crew. Hey Jeanette, how you going? Oh, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, where are you? You're not in Townsville. Are you up on I'm the tablelands? I'm up in Mariba and it's beautiful. And I'm just having a few little chocolate hot cross buns pre Easter. Oh, that's a bit. You didn't bring them in to us the other week. <laughs> Me and Marty would have loved a couple of hot cross buns. Oh, wouldn't we just? <laughs> I wish you. My tummy's now. Oh, yeah. I won't forget you. You'll be at the event. I'll have some there waiting Ooh, for you. You, you know where you'll find Marty. No, yeah, no, no, no. The bar. Because their stand is right next to it, so he's very excited. And I bet you're excited because it is nearly here. 
I know. It's like unbelievable. I, I, it's, um, you know, we get, I, I got really excited this week about something really little. We, we got some So does Marty. Oh. <laughs> no, please, carry on. <laughs> That got the funny uh, bone going, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, anyway, as I was saying, um, we got excited because some, some of our signage started getting delivered. So on site, like, you know, directional signage. You know, this, this, and we were like, oh, my God, the signs are here. Like, it's just, yeah, it's, it, you know, the, the event's already started to be built now, you know, fencing and stuff. Yep. No, it, it'll, be, um, it'll be a cracker. We're really, weather's going to be amazing. Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see you, all you guys down there. We'll come down, or Marty will just, be there. I just wander down and have a coffee with me guys. Me, me Reece, guys we've got Reese in with us. He's got a heap of guys there as well. For, um, oh, ta- fantastic. Yeah, we've got the TAFE set up out there. Oh, have you really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. So, yeah, we got our, our civil construction fellas out there with a heap of machinery and stuff. Yeah. I was talking, I had done my trip out west this week, and a few of my boys are, are, are coming in. They're really excited. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, now, it, look, I'll have, to, so I'll have to bring a few dozen cream bun, uh, hot cross buns. <laughs> no, yes. just enough for gazing myself. <laughs> <laughs> just let us just let us know what dates they are again, Jeanette, and uh, how we can get tickets. And um, uh, Yeah, so dates 7th and 8th of April, so next Thursday, Friday. Yep. Yes. Uh, at Reed Park, and people can jump online now and grab tickets uh, off the website. Um, or if you really, really, really want to get one at the gate, knock yourself out. Just hopefully there won't be too much of a lineup. But we're going to have the um, uh, the QR code. So if anyone is lining up that doesn't have a ticket that you know can grab their phone out and buy it online straight away, it'll get them through quicker. Yeah. So either one will work. Yep, awesome. Any new yeah. since we spoke to you in the studio? Have any new people signed up, or you were fully booked? We when have. You were here, yeah. No, no, we've had um, we've had. Uh, we just find places for them. It's quite remarkable. <laughs> like we've actually, we've actually had. I mean, because we've been, you know, we've doing, been doing a lot of advertising for the event, and I think word of mouth, and you know, there's been a big uh, momentum sort of been building now. So we've actually had quite a few sign up. So we're we're pretty like full. Oh, wow, we're, not, we're pretty full, full. So and yes. it's a fantastic range. Like we've just got, you know, I went through the list and had a look the other day. Like we've just got such an amazing array of agriculture and industrial and, um, you know, all the different suppliers and, and we've been speaking to some of the people that are bringing, bringing things up and um, they're really going all out there to display their best. Yeah, awesome. And the, most, and the latest and innovative. So, yeah, it should be – I'm really looking forward to it. I'll get, I'll get excited um, probably just as much as the people coming. Yeah, it'll be cool because you've got a few demonstrations there. You've got the drone. Yeah. You've got the drone dude flying his drone around the high rise units in the city, so everyone can see yeah. what's going on. Taking all the photos. Sell them off to the meeting. Ah, it'll be good, <laughs> mate. It'll be good fun. What time do the gates open? Uh, Nine o'clock on Thursday. So. Awesome. Everyone get down there. Over two days, the NQ Field Days is back down at Reed Park. Jeanette and her team have done a sterling effort. Uh, we look forward to catching up with you down there on the Thursday or Friday. You'll definitely see Marty. Uh, he'll be yeah, on perfect. Kenny's site. So yes, um, yes, yes, yes. we'll catch up with you then. And we thank thanks heaps for the time. Thanks for joining us in the studio the other week. We've had a, a blast and we'll catch up with you next week. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you very much, bro. It'll be fun. Good awesome. on you. It'll be fun. Good on you, Jeanette. Thank See you. you down there. Ciao, ciao. Don't bye. forget our ciao. hot cross buns. <laughs>
I won't. I won't. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, bring, I'll even bring them from Mariba because they're specially baked at a very nice bakery up here, a local bakery. So yeah. be Beautiful. Good on you, Jeanette. Have a nice weekend. All right. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Ah, beautiful. She's a good sport, Jeanette. Yeah, she's if good, you want to ring in and have a chat to Gary and I to settle Gaza down, 472 no, Don't forget our fillet knife stories. Our fillet knife stories. What's the go with the fillet knife story, Gary Powell? Ring in and tell us your best or worst uh, filleting adventure or your worst filleting knife story. We've got two in there. It's two entries so far. We've got an awesome Blade Runner. Um, what's that red stuff on the blade Teflon. called? Teflon. Teflon-coated. Knife to That's give away. That's for, guys. The, the scientific That's words. the scientific stuff. <laughs> you just throw the data in that. <laughs> <laughs> just throw the data in that, Marty. Um, yeah, so input. ring it's in with a... Input, baby. Ring in, even tell us how bad your filleting knife is, whether it's just... <laughs> A bit of steel with so, no handle like Al's was, and he made a beautiful handle, and his mate threw it over the side. Anything. Um, um, the best story will win themselves this awesome filleting knife. And you can be out of town because I'll put it in the post and I'll send it to you. I am. Um, oh, there you go. Out of our fishing show account. Uh, Boo! There's got, nothing in it. I got I got a story, but it's not. I'm not going to win, or I don't want to go into the comp with it. But a while ago, I... Um, I run some pretty sharp, just Victorinox. You know, they're good, yep. solid blades. They hold an edge well, and they're like... Not quite right. as good as Blade Runner, but... No, but they're good. They're solid. They're <laughs> they, they get well used. Yes. Know? So, you know, I, I, I just finished sharpening up some knives, and I was going to cut up, I think it was some um, beef jerky. So I needed it, you know, super-duper sharp. Right. And um, I had a whole top side there that I was cutting up. And... Um, I'd sharpened it up, put it on the bench. Laura had gone out to pick up Parker. Grayson was at home in the bouncer. And... Um, was that Glenn? We had the vet coming at 3 o'clock that day for the two uh, dogs that we got at home. Right. Grayson started crying. I'd put the knife down. I, I, I swung around and I knocked it off the bench and it went straight blade side down across my big toe. Ooh. Down far enough that it actually cut the nail bed in where the skin is, right? Oh, so it was so a, painful. It was it was a proper lot of blood all over the nice big porcelain tiles in the kitchen. So oh, I'll rub oh, your wealth in, why don't you? This isn't this isn't <laughs> great. And I'm thinking Mine would be all over my concrete floor. I've got a screaming baby. I've got the wife not home, so I've just got a tea towel and basically just yeah, you know, wrapped, wrapped, wrapped it up. And I'm thinking, oh, I, I got no idea how bad it truly was. Anyway, the vet rocks up and he sees me hobbling around because I go outside to meet him and he's like, oh, what's wrong? He goes, oh. I said, I cut me toe pretty bad. He goes, oh. He goes, oh. I said, you got stitches? He goes, yeah, I've got stitches, but I can't give you local. You'll have to give that to yourself. So I said, oh. He said, just wait. We'll do the dogs and we'll just have a look how bad it is. And yeah. then he goes... So by this time it had started to sort of stop bleeding, but not really. And he opened it up and he goes, oh, nah, he goes, we'll just super glue it up. So he goes and gets a super glue for me while he's yeah. look after he's looked after the dogs and yeah, yeah. super glued it all up for me. And yeah, it's, it's, it's been all good. Good as gold? <laughs> yeah, no dramas. <laughs> That's good service. What a story. Yeah. <laughs> You're not winning. But that was a good story. Yeah, yeah it's, it's different. Good job. All right, we'll be back uh, with Rising Sun Marine after these uh, song and an ad break. Enjoy.
1G is playing you the deadliest music seven days a week. Email at 4K1G. 4K1G is on Facebook and streaming beats at 4K1G.org. And also on the frequency of 107.1 FM. 4K1G, your deadly radio station. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Every day's a good day. Stop wishing. Every day's a chance to drift away. Drift away. Every day's a good day for fishing. See you down a tackle world today. Station sponsor. You know, I used to love going walkabout. But ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show where we're having a fantastic segment this morning enjoying all things. Let's continue with that by crossing over the pier at a rising submarine. Good morning, Pia. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? Oh, we are fantastic. I've done a little bit of a drive past your shop there yesterday afternoon and you actually had some uh, some uh, bit of boats on the floor, which is fantastic to see. Yeah, you're not going to believe it. We had a truck rock up with some boats on it, um, and they actually didn't get the chance to get in and get fitted, so we got some stock on the floor, which is nice. Oh, that is wonderful. That is cool. Yeah. What about the outboards? Plenty of plenty of yummies to go on? Plenty of yummies to go on. Um, we had our dealer come in the other day, and he was actually really great explaining to us how it's all working at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, with back orders and stuff, so yes. we do have a fa- fairly good supply. Um, I want to say compared to compare the pair, I want to say, but yes. yeah, we have a really, really good supply at the moment, so we should be able to get you kitted up within a matter of time. Oh, that is fantastic! Has Yamaha got any deals on at the moment, or nothing's running at this point in time? Nothing's running at this point in time. I think supply is still a bit yeah, of an issue, sure. so they're just trying to keep it on the DL. I think keep it yes. a bit low. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no deals needed when you got back orders. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Be true. <laughs> and there would be a list of back orders. I would be imagining so. a list of back orders. You won't believe it. It's kind of like a fight against countries. It's like country against country. Yes. So whoever who can get the stock and keep the stock and sell the stock gets it. So yep, it's, yeah, it's a definitely. bit full on. <laughs> Have you still got a good range of sounders on the wall? Yeah, absolutely we do. We've actually got a couple of good stock at the moment. We've got your Hummingbird Helix 10 Gen 4. Yes. Um, comes with all your perks, got your nav card and your transducer. We've also got a Lowrance HDS Live 12. Okay. 
Um, so Phil's let me splurge, so I have. I did not take um, yes as uh, like lightly, I guess. <laughs> I kind of just dived in the deep end and was like, let's go for it. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we've got a couple of good sounders on at the moment. We've also got the Bargain Boat Bits Easter sale. Yes, that's coming um, so, up. Yeah, your Eco Maps are on sale at the moment. So your Garmin Eco Map 7 is only fourteen ninety nine. Yes. And your 9-inch Garmin Eco Maps only seventeen ninety nine. So they're in stock in stores. So they're a steal at the moment. Sounds like a great price. And obviously you guys <laughs> have got all your current stocks of latest flares and everything that they might need for the Easter holidays coming up. Yep, absolutely. Flares and EPUBs are in stock. Heaps of safety gear in stock as yep. well. Um, life jackets are on sale, so if you're squeezing that kid into your life jacket, maybe it's time to get a new one. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Come in and get a new one. Yeah, they're on sale, so really great quality and really great price. Oh, groovy. And, um, oh, that's a good photo. Gaz was just showing me a photo of the uh, down. It looks like cardboard at the moment. Mm. Excellent. Do you get out to Hinchinbrook much yourself, Pierre, or not really? No, not as much as um, I would like to, I guess. My parents do a lot of it. Uh, they go up there and they also go up to King Ash Bay. Um, so they love it. They brag on about it and they plan a trip at least once a year. So they live up there if they could. Oh, <laughs> it's so beautiful. Borrelula and the MacArthur River are an awesome place to fish up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pia, what time you shut the doors today? 12.30 today, gents. They're closing up the doors. So she's looking a little bit rainy outside. So if you're not jumping in your boat, jump into Rising Sun Marine. <laughs> ah, fantastic. Sounds great. <laughs> Don't forget to get your boats in for a service with the service department at Rising Sun Marine. They do a fantastic job, especially if Easter holidays coming up. I'm, you don't want to be found drifting. I'm due a service. <laughs> yeah, I'm due a service too. I've got oh, that, hang on. My, My outboard is due a service. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I'm due a service. <laughs> All right, Pia. Thank you very All much. Right, Have guys. a lovely day and enjoy the rest of your weekend. See you, Pia. You're welcome. Bye, guys. See you next weekend. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Ah, bye. oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah she's a giggly submarine. little thing. Yes. Yeah. What are you guys looking at there? Oh, nothing. Oh, nothing. We've nothing got a phone call about. coming through. Yeah. We've got a phone call ah. coming yeah, yeah. through. Beautiful. Yeah, there we go, Marty. All yours. Good morning, Fishing Show. Hello, hello. How are you? Oh, I am wonderful, thank you. Who do we have this morning? Uh, this would be Reese's wife, Laura. Oh, hello. Laura, good morning. You're 100% live on air, so everyone is listening to you at the moment. <laughs> well, I'll hey. be very careful. <laughs> <laughs> good girl, good girl. How, how lucky are you to have the husband you have? He does everything. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, how lucky am I? I'm reading prompt cards that he's got. He's got placards in front of me holding them up. (laughs) Reese has asked what you would like prepared for dinner tonight. Oh, look, I would like some beautiful Morton Bay bugs, thanks. Okay, I can deal with that. Doesn't that sound good? And when's Reese's new motor due? He hasn't had one for about three weeks. Oh, gosh. Any day now, I'm sure of it. It'll probably come with the new sounder, hey? <laughs> I love it when oh. Reese puts up a, bo- a, a post about something new that he's getting fish, and I just wait for your little input. You always, <laughs> you always pop in there about my, more my quick there. eye roll. Yeah, <laughs> you did say sounder. Is that supposed to be sounders? So, yeah, it's I've the double. One. Yeah, you can't just have one. <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know how anyone fishes with just one. <laughs> no. Oh, it's, this sounds like a fisherman's wife. Yeah. <laughs> It's out rolls. Indeed. I'm still waiting for him to bag out anything, so, you know, <laughs> maybe he does need the sounder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's got you sorted, big boy. Yeah. Hey, uh, would you like a number this morning, Laura? 
I would love a number, please. 32. 32, I'll accept. Yeah, you go in the draw for the new 300 horsepower motor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if I win it, I get to sell it for real cheap. So <laughs> there you go. Number 32, Laura, is all yours. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. See you, Thanks, mate. Laura. Bye. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. She's gonna, Bye. You're in trouble when you oh, get well, She out, sounds Laura. like a good sport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good for you. Interesting that she said you don't catch much in a way, <laughs> to be honest. No, no, no. It's very, very, very opposite. I, I am very lucky. I get to go on my exploits as much as I do fishing-wise. She can't wait to get you out of the house to be completely Well, she honest. does yeah. call it respite, so I'm not too sure how that sort of works. Respite. But it must work for her. So. Yeah, I think that's a fair word uh, to use. Message, a message from Ren. Ren and his young fella are down the Horton. Mm. Been down there Nice barrel already. 71 centimetre, Ren sent Good me. One. And yeah. they're on the beautiful fish. Maybe you should on the spend old... a bit of time with Ren. Sleeping in the boat with him because that's what he did last night. Him and his young fella slept down the Horton. Oh, good job! Might have been a bit cold down there. Mm. Yeah, because I can remember uh, back way back when I, I slept down there one night, and it was actually very hot during the day. It wasn't winter yet, and that night it was freezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would have been nice. Although not, I don't know. He said it's not raining. Um, yeah. It was raining here, but nothing down there. So yeah. uh, really nice, and then. Uh, had a couple of reports of no rain at Lucinda yet, which is unusual yeah. when it's raining here. So, so no, nice bar of rain, and he said it's beautiful down there. So, awesome. Keep awesome. those, keep ringing in, and I'll give you a spinning wheel number. Don't forget, we've got our Iron Man bag in that. We've got some stuff from Century Batteries. I think I threw some Eagle Claw hooks in there. We've got our fish measuring sticker from Fibre Finish. We got $25 Wild Local Prawn Voucher. And for the best filleting or filleting knife story, we have an awesome Teflon coated filleting knife from the gang at Taxpo Distributing and Blade Marty, did did you lick that knife then? <laughs> Didn't your mother ever tell you to not lick the knife at dinner time? Mine oh, did. You'll cut sword. your tongue off. <laughs> it's awesome. Stop licking the knife, Gary. You'll cut your tongue off. Awesome, Blade. There. Take a phone call, please. Go for it. Pull me out. I can't do anything. You have to do it. Oh, they've hung up because I was so slow. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Keep ringing in. We'll get you uh, your numbers as they come in. And I've New got listeners, this. grab your pen. We're about to give the number 47244824. That number again, 47244824. One of our callers has just run through. We're going to speak to them live. Good morning, fishing show. Hey, Marty. How you going? Hey, right, good while. How are you, buddy? Uh, hot and sweaty. After all that rain? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a bit muggy, isn't it? I was wondering what you're going to say after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful, mate. What's the plan for the weekend? Well, as we speak, I've just finished packing the boat. Got the boat in, got the tucker in, and ready to rock and roll. About 9.30 up to Fisher's Creek we're going this weekend. Oh, good on you. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah, we've got to get up there early so we can get the tide to get in. Yeah, yeah, launch your fishers, are you? yeah. And then what, just yeah. head in through the channel? Have you got some spots? Is it yeah. spots? Yep. Uh, Con, up around Randhill, all in the middle there. Oh, Oh, that sounds a like a really fun trip. Make sure you chuck the rid in the boat. We needed it last weekend, by Lord. Yeah, mate, I got shit loads. I got that mosquito calls. I shall put my little 12 volt thing in this week because the last time I near choked on the mosquito calls when the wind <laughs> dropped. <so. laughs> ah! No, fair enough. Well, yeah. 30. 33 for you, Wall, and 34 for Shirelle. Yeah, and Philip, knife story. Shoot. Six years ago, I think you brought behind those islands in the middle there in Seymour. Yeah. I went to grab the knife to I don't know, cut a catfish off or get, cut to get a hook out of something anyway. 
And of course, middle of winter, freezing cold, arthritis in the hands, so I dropped it, hit the empty, and went dunk straight into my shin. Oh, through, no. Through, through the tracky deck. And um, because I had fish guts and all that crap on it, and about three months later, it was still infected. I got an infection in the bone and oh. the shin. And yeah, it was bloody not, painful. Not much oh, meat, would meat have been. on the shin Did there. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That would have been a nasty infection with all of them different bloody crap on it. Yeah, typical male. Oh, she'll be right. She'll be right. <laughs> yeah, we all pay that price, mate. Yeah, yeah I let it go too far because then it got infected and all the rest of it. Bloody hell, it took for ages to heal. Oh, would have, mate. And that's where, yeah. like, if you're a diabetic, that's where they have their real problems. Mm, oh, yeah. Takes even longer to yeah. heal. All right, well, oh, yeah. thanks for your call, right. man. That was an awesome story. No worries. Catch you. Cheers, Blake. Bye. Yeah. Oh, windscreen Wally. Windscreen Wally, indeed. All right, we're going to knock a song in the air break, and when we uh, come back, we're going to talk to Miss M from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge and see how everything's cruising there. Back shortly. Even liked you in the first place Dated a girl that I hate for the attention She only made it two days, what a connection It's like you do anything for my affection You're going all about it in the worst way Townsville's 4K1G. Cruising down the street in my comma dog. Aboriginal woman. <laughs> Bouncing this 
a daily variety of music 24-7. Stand by me. Streaming online at 4K1G.org. 4K1G 107.1 FM. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best-kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. It's just five minutes towards nine, and you know what that means? That means we cross to Emma at the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Good morning, Emma. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are we all? Oh, we're wonderful. I am fresh from my awesome weekend <laughs> up at your lodge last weekend. So uh, ready yes. and rearing and fit to go. I hope we left the place in a good condition for you. Oh, I've got a huge bill to send back to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we all had a working bee in the morning before we left. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I'm sorry to see you. I had the old spicy flu, so I've been in um, in isolation, so... Yeah, so how was it? You had a great time, hey? Yeah, yeah, I had a great time. I popped in a couple of times just to just to show my presence to say good day. But yeah, like you say, you were missing in action. But that's all right. Yes. <laughs> we, we weren't there for that. We we're just there to have a boys weekend, have a really good time. So it was great. It was good atmosphere. Oh, good. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen any any um, photos of, of fish yet. Have What have we just, got? Because did you, did you we didn't go fishing, or? Emma. We just spent the whole oh. time boating at the, uh, at the table. Boating. Yes, <laughs> we did put the boats in the water, but no, it wasn't. It certainly wasn't um, glorious. I, I didn't really fish a lot. I had a couple of boys that never fished in the boat before, and we got we got a heap of trevally and cods and that sort of thing. So that was good fun. Oh, but yeah. certainly nothing I'm going to throw up on that on the fishing show page. <laughs> oh, sometimes it's not about what you catch; it's about the experience. Hey, <laughs> ain't that the truth? And it was certainly an experience. I'll give you the drum. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Very good. How's everything been at the lodge? Yeah, good, really good. Um, it's uh, it's a beautiful day here. Actually, they just had a little sun shower come over, so it's very clear now. Everything looks very clear, and yeah, it looks very nice. And um, yeah, the sun is shining, and people have been doing really well. So pre-COVID, Gavin Neal went out to the reef, and they did really well. Yes. Um, and I think Neil actually went out again yesterday, so they did really well again. Oh, um, and yeah, yeah, I reckon. <laughs> so yeah, no, see, people have been catching 
catching a few fish and getting out there and boating. So it's been yeah, it's been nice. It's a beautiful time of year. This is definitely one of the most popular times of the year for people to come fishing. Like it's just it's it's beautiful time of year. Yeah, well, uh, last weekend on the water, it wasn't certainly n- none of us uh, had heat stroke. It was uh, it was just nice. Whereas two weeks before that, people were just keeling over left, right, and centre. Oh my god, it was yeah, that hot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They know. So we actually, yeah, it's cooled down a lot since um, that disgusting heat wave that we oh. had. So I'm glad that that's over. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you weren't still preggers when all that was going through. That would have made life just a oh. bit tougher. Yeah, definitely. No, it was it was it was really really hot. So. I'm glad that that's over, but no, it's be- it's so beautiful now. It's like the perfect time of year, really. Like when, yeah, we see a lot of people start moving around, a lot of people start visiting the area. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's definitely yeah, April, May. It's yeah, it's very very nice time to visit us. Brilliant. If anyone's sitting at home bored and their movie's just finished and they want to fly up and maybe <laughs> spend the night at Lucinda Fishing Lodge, go for the fish. Is there any rooms available? I do. I've got a couple of cabins and a couple of motels available at the moment, um, if anyone is keen. So you can give us a ring on zero four double seven triple nine nine hundred. Or if, you, if you've never been and you want to see what it looks like, you can jump on the old website there and have a look. You can do a virtual tour through the rooms. There's little videos there sort of show you what they've got in them, show yeah. you what we've got available, the amenities and um, what the place looks like. So I know people sort of they hear us bang on about it on the radio, but there's not, it's hard to imagine unless you really look at it. So that's why we have the video is there for you to jump on and have a look. Yes. Um, but Easter, Easter, we've got a couple of motel rooms if anyone is keen um, to come up at Easter time. So don't be shy, ring up. Um, yeah, and you can go always quick. go on the wait list for Easter if you're a bigger family too. So... Yeah, Sounds it's, wonderful. it's all happening up here. It's the place to be, really. <laughs> it is. It's, it's awesome. And uh, and the boys that hadn't experienced uh, Lucinda the Fishing Lodge last weekend, um, they'll be back for sure with their own families because uh, it was incredible. And just, you know, especially sitting there on that front patio overlooking Dungeness. And uh, yeah. we had a few mosquito calls going on in there, and they weren't a problem whatsoever. It was just very atmospheric. It was gorgeous. Yeah. It's a go. I don't think that there is a place like the Fishing Lodge side. Like, there's... I, I I just, yeah, that I, it's hard to explain to people on the phone when you try and tell them how close the patios are to the waterfront. Like, it really is that, yeah. that one that you guys had, room two and room three. Like, they are right on that waterfront. There is nothing between you no. and the pontoon. Like, it is just, it's so close. So. Yeah, definitely. And you probably should tell the guys that you certainly don't need a boat because one of our crew, um, their boat failed. So they come home and uh, they caught a stack of fish right off that pontoon there. Grunters and yep. brim and cod and all yep. sorts. Yeah, you know, Charles caught a coral trout off that pontoon once. Amazing. <laughs> it, it must have come from the coral trout boat. Yeah, it would off for sure. It would off. Yeah, so he, he was really chuffed. We're gonna, I'll have to dig the photo up. Um, but yeah, he was, oh my God. Yeah, so he was really happy. But I have seen people catch amazing sized barras off that pontoon. Oh. Like kids, Kids have been fishing on their, like their parents, their parents will be up and they'll be having a drink and a barbecue and the kids are always down on the pontoon fishing. And I have seen kids catch like big barra off the pontoon and you think that's amazing. Like people go out in the boat all day, they go, you know, far, go far down, take all day to get to somewhere and then... They yep. don't catch what the guys are catching on the pontoon. So it is it is pretty, um, it's amazing. Like, you don't need to go so far because, you know, oh, we're definitely. right amongst it. So. We, we've had barra tournaments there where some of the best barra fishermen in the world have uh, have uh, put their boats on and gone all the way up to Kabul and so forth. And and uh, who was it that, that Reese that won it, said like, 100 metres from the boat ramp, caught, like, 15 <laughs> barras? 
Okay, let's knock a song and an air break over. And when we come, we might talk to Dom a little bit earlier today. Yeah, mate. Were you talking to does Jesto want a phone call? Oh, yeah, we'll give Steve Jesto a call. Give Jesto a ring. He wants to have a little chat. So that'd be cool. Well, we might talk to Jesto after this and see what's going on in his world. All right, be back after this song and messages.
have a rusty boat trailer? Then you need Bowley Welding and Trailer Repairs. We do it all. Brakes and wheel bearings. Wiring and lights. Check us out. Bowley Welding and Trailer Repairs.com.au Or call Phil on 0413-053-323. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric. Your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They're top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Science. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Science on 0418-199-667. Station sponsor. Time to get styled up with a new car or four-wheel drive from Motorco on Bowen Row. If you want a ute or need more seats for biggest mob, then you should go with Motorco. Great warranty and up-to-sale service. Motorco can deliver to Palm Island and other remote communities. Motorco, station sponsor. Are you a victim of domestic or family violence? Being discriminated against, separating or need child support? Do you need legal advice or victim's assistance? Then call Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Women's Legal Service. Call now on 1-800-082-600, station sponsor. European floor tiles at 28% off? Why wouldn't you? At Beaumont's, Australia's biggest floor tile sale is on now. 28% off select European floor tiles and massive slabs from $99. Save on floor tiles or grab a slab. But hurry, last days. Station sponsor. One in three of our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander bubs experience ear and hearing troubles that can make it hard for them to listen, learn and talk to others. Hearing Australia's Happy program offers free, safe and simple hearing checks for kids under six or not yet attending full-time school. Give your kids happy ears today. Call Hearing Australia on 134 432 or visit hearing.com.au today. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. It's 10 past the hour of 9 and we're going to cross over the former fishing guide from Hyperspace Sports Fishing Tours, Steve Jeston. G'day buddy, how are you? Hey, good mate, how you doing? Yeah, good man, I'm exhausted now after that intro. I'm buggered. <laughs> 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 How's life been for you, mate? We had such a good time when you were on the show with us. We can't wait to get you back in the studio. And the feedback that we got back um, from having you in was fantastic. So a lot of our listeners are keen to make it happen again. So whenever you've got a free Saturday, you are in with Gaz and I. would love to have you back. Yeah, mate. I think we were talking about next month coming into winter, weren't we? Yes. Yep. Um, so it's sort of different time of the year, I think, Um it's probably worthwhile doing that, you know, because the barrow fishing does change, obviously. Yeah, but uh, there's a big belief out there that uh, that you won't catch barrow Monday in winter, and we'd love to have you in to uh, fix that false um, notion up. Yeah, they're still going to eat, mate. Yep, they're not bears, that's are that, they? That's about how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Have you been out at all? Have you been cruising your beaches? Mate, I haven't. No, I haven't, mate. The, oh, you know, through that hot weather and all that sort of stuff, well, mate, yep. I was I'd get absolutely fried. Yeah, no, it just uh, wouldn't have been enjoyable, would it? Plus, oh, um, Mother mate, Nature no. hasn't been conducive with the wind. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's been sort of all over the place. And I've been, I've sort of had a fair old contract with work on and all sorts of stuff. And, yep. Um, mate, yeah, conditions and tides haven't been aligning, so I just haven't bothered, mate. I'd, just, I'd rather go and enjoy it rather than sort of make it an endurance test for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. But, um, most, but def- certainly plenty around. I'm hearing, eh? Yeah. You know, in the, the creeks and that one, of the young fellows at work was 
has been sort of catching some good ones down in uh, in Bowling Green Bay. Okay, I think Gaz is going to um, head around to that neck of the woods tomorrow and um, and see what's yeah. going on. It doesn't. It won't help if there's heaps around, Jesto. I'll pick out the forty centimetre models, and I'll target mate, them. Mate, you're good at that, aren't you? I know, isn't it? It's funny, <laughs> isn't good. it? He's exceptionally. I'm brilliant. exceptionally good at that. It, it takes skill to be able to selectively pick which fish you want. And uh, all those 45 centimetres are perfectly suited for my style of fishing. They're not really. I, hey, mate, speaking of beach fishing, I know you uh, you like your beach fishing and you did a little bit of it. I actually went up to um, Rolling Stone and walked along the beach um, last yeah. week and there was all those big rubble patches that worked their way out onto fingers making bays and stuff yeah. like that. And I, uh, I threw my arms off. Um, in the morning, because Shez and Chriso were up there, so I went for a wander and we cast our arms off. And then in the afternoon on Sunday, I spent two and a half hours on the run-in tide. Yep. Does the water have to be very clean for that style of fishing? Because it looked so good, there was bait, but the water was dirty and I never got a bite. Um, nothing else working around the place. No, no tarp and cleanies, nothing. Only on the run-out tide, but they were right out the end of the rock points or the rubble points, yeah, and I couldn't right. cast that far. Yeah, yeah, run out there on their way out, mate, yeah. Yep. Um, run in, yeah, mate, I prefer the water clean. Yeah, it was um, filthy. Yeah. I, they could be there. I yes. don't know, mate. Yeah, but it, it was hard, Steve. see what I'm doing. Yeah, because the bait was there. When my surface lure or a shallow runner was going through the bait, um, the little bits of bait were spraying everywhere, but there was no substantial big bait. It was very small um, bait. So, yeah, that's fine. They'll yep. eat that. They'll eat lots of that. Yeah, mate, it was uh, it was quite frustrating, but it was good fun. I I actually threw a um, surface lure out, and a little black tip reef shark leapt out of the water and tried grabbing it. That was my only bit oh, yeah. of excitement, and I clung to it as well. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mate, I love the beaches there. I just, mate, I prefer the water clean so I can yep. do what I'm doing. Because, you know, as you, as we know, I do a bit of sight fishing with that, and you see your fish, and I like casting at them and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Do you ever pick uh, up the fly rod anymore, Steve? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Still yep. have a, still have a bit of a, a, bit of a fly fish every now and then. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. No, it's all good. Still loving it, mate. You know. Yeah. But, uh, Definitely. Yeah, you would love it um, far more now that you're not a guide anymore, though. Oh, I enjoy it for myself more more than anything now, mate. And, yeah. Uh, I was I was only talking to Davey Bradley last night, you know, and he's the same. He, he loves it more. He's not guiding all the time. Yeah, I bet. Does he still get in the boat occasionally with a client, or is them days long gone? Yeah, mate. No, 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 no. no. He's still... He's still doing a bit, yeah. He's one of the most, um, no, you certainly won't say underrated because people that know him know that he can catch a fish just about anywhere, but he's not a commonly known guy. Like when you were doing it and and, and uh, Ryan was doing everyone knew them names, where Mr. Bradley, you hardly, his, his name D- didn't come Dave, up often. Dave Maybe is, because it was... No, Dave is more, uh, and Steve may correct me on this with his fly fishing, yeah. mainly only fly, but a lot yeah. of it... Although Steve had a lot of international clients, Dave has yeah. a lot of international and and specific fly fishermen clients. Yeah. So I think right. uh, yeah. Micah put him on the map 
Um, oh, a bit more with the permit fishing up at, on on the um, not the Sunday flats, but the Seymour flats and so forth. Yeah, Dave. Dave yeah, is no, great. Dave, I've Dave I've known Dave for many. I fished the Faust yeah. tournament with Dave. Okay. Um, yeah. Dave's a really good guy and yeah. and specialised in his fly fishing and uh, and and did um, around the world make a um, a good name for himself with his flats fly fishing. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, he's a good lad. Permit on the map here. Well, I'm yeah. not saying he did, but put it back on the map through. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's a good he's a good lad, and I know Jesto and Dave have been mates for years, and uh, yeah. oh yeah. mate, yeah, forever. Yeah, probably as long as I've known him, he was actually um, God, it, it'd be I knew him in the night yeah. middle nineties. He used to stick his head for in the sure. shop to say hello. Jesto, you've known yeah. them permanent have been around them flats there for the last forty years, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, you would have crossed paths with them. On them flats, for instance, at, uh, let's say, the, the sandbars out front of the Seymour and that, did, did you ever encounter Barra over them? Because I always thought yep. that Barras would come out there. Yep, certainly did. Yep, yep. Yeah, it took no, to a point where you could target them purposely, or would they just occasionally come oh, across where you fishing? Yeah, you'd, you'd sort of, they weren't there all the time, mate. And, yep. Um, I only ever caught a couple there because they are pretty flighty. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we're looking for super clean water there, mate. And um, yeah, yeah, they um, they're pretty flighty when you when they're sort of out in the open like that, and they're not there all the time. Yeah, and, for sure, uh, mate. I couldn't even tell you when to when to look from there. Yeah, when you were doing it back in the day, you used to pick the clients up of a morning, do the day trip, and bring them home overnight. Oh, yeah, in a mixed with five day charters. Day yeah, because to fill the gaps in. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. I do it now, and I and I am just absolutely exhausted. <laughs> I don't know how I did it, either, but, <laughs> mate. My my longest stint was forty nine day trips in in a row. Oh, to oh Steve, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been totally on the forty ninth day. I would have been like, get in the boat, put your food there, shush. <laughs> Sit down, shut up and hang on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you could do it again, what would you specialise? What would be, what's your best day up at Hinchin, but what would make you um, happy? What particular fishing? Um, half a dozen barrows in the morning on the run out, mate. Bloody, uh, onto the flats, catch a permit. Um, then catch a finger mark on the way home for tea. Beautiful. Give us some intel. Tell me a creek. What was one of your favourite systems or, or banks or something? <laughs> and GPS marks. Up at Hinchinbrook. Anywhere. What was a what was a go to? Like let's say uh, the con or, or whatever. Did you have a particular? Uh, nah, never. Um, probably. Probably the creeks on the northern end on the mainland. Yes. Um, Broken Pole, and you know those couple north of there. Not bad. Yeah, not just not uh, bad. <laughs> yeah, no, they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at your typical guy. You're still being coy. <laughs> it, it, a lot, lot uh, change now, though, Steve. And and oh, when yeah, you mate. when you fish the channel, you knew where to be um, at a certain part of the tide. But That's you right. couldn't get there in five minutes like the boys do these days with 300 horsepower motors. So your timing to fish had to be yep. so precise. Mate, I'd pick an area and I'd stay in it all day. I wouldn't run from one end to the other yep. and tear around like a mad idiot and burn 700 litres of fuel. <laughs> um, I'd, mate, I'd run from Fisher's Creek and I'm going to say, right, I'm going to start at Con Creek. I'm not going to go past Broken Pop yep. right. for the day. And if, if I can't catch them there, 
they're not there. I'll tell you now what helped me a lot, and I've said this before, is the fact that I had a tinny with a 50 to start with because I had to do that stuff. Yeah. And, yep. you know, that you got to learn those areas intimately. And it's all great having a fast boat. Yeah, I can whip down the channel in 15 minutes to fish one spot for 10 minutes. But, it, you know, yep. again, I learned that spot because I spent whole tides in that spot. Yep. And I figured out the 15 minutes I need to be there in. You know, That's so right. yeah, now it is. Yep, I will run that far, and I'll get, I'll fish it for half an hour, just, and I, I'll get two or three yeah. hours, and that's then I run back up. You know, but yeah, it's um, I spent a lot of time doing exactly that yeah. fishing areas because of fuel restrictions, mm. tides, etc. With my tinny. Yeah, I think when yeah, when yeah. you were fishing at Gesto, um, you had probably a, I I rate them as probably the best luring type boat the cans custom, custom craft boat. wasn't it blue yeah mm. with an no 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 nah. nah. nah, it was did blue you, on the inside did yours have an eagle on the side or am i thinking of raptor probably raptor i don't know no i had uh my mine was mine started off its life as being silver yep and um blue on the inside yep then it went to black on the outside and then it went to no paint on the outside because it got sick of the scratches mm. <laughs> And and um, but they were great boats. That, that was a yeah. super punt, wasn't it? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the smaller super punts. Yeah. Was yours 4. a dry 6. one? Because I know people love the Cairns Custom Craft, but say you can get a little bit wet. Uh, I could drive it so it was dry. Yeah. yeah okay. Fair punt, enough. It's a punt you, at the end of the day. Yeah. If you if you point and shoot, you'll get wet. Yeah. Yeah. I used to come back from Missionary Bay in twenty five to thirties all the time, mate. Bloody weird up your bum and mm. just. Uh, you know, roll roll through it. Yeah, Dodge, bit, bit of zigzag action, bit of creative driving. Yeah, and, but a, um, but a beautiful boat to fish out of. Yeah, great boat. To fish yeah. They're still yeah. around, aren't they? You can yeah, still yeah, order yeah. them. Yeah, uh, blue water boats now. Yeah. Yeah. Blue water boats. Yeah, 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 I, I th- yeah, yeah. they don't last on the market long when they pop up. No. No, I know mine's still banging around. It's at Halifax somewhere now. Is it really? Uh, yeah, and. Mate, I don't know how old that thing is. I mean, I, when I when I sold out, uh, I think that boat was eighteen year old, mm. <laughs> and um, and never cracked it. Yeah, you know, and mate, I don't know how many thousand days on the water that thing did, but it did a lot of a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Marcel built a beautiful boat though. Yeah, I, I mean, I went through five engines on that boat. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You know, how many hours they, would you get on average down. out of an engine, Jesso? Oh, not that they broke down. I just, mate, when they when they've got need that reliability, you know, a couple of thousand. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of them. Yeah, definitely. Um, did they have the barra trackers around at that stage, or did yeah, they mate, sort yeah, of yeah, come yeah, after yeah. the super pumps? No, mate. They were no, they were being built then too. Yeah, rightio. And that's when the that's where the north wind came from. The six meters. The, yeah. Yep. You know, it was just a, you know, in the end it. Well, it started off as an extended barra tracker, but it ended up getting a bit more refined than that. Yeah, they ended up with a bit, bit more dead rise on them, etc. Because I had the prototype at Cape York, the RP up at Lawley Beach. Yep. And that was 19 feet, and that's basically a, a 19 foot barra tracker. Very early stages. The of early one, models, yeah. One of the best V bottoms I've ever driven. Yep. Wow. The stories you can tell. Jesto, we're going to leave you with it. Uh, Thank you so much for your time this morning. We can't wait to have you back in in a couple of months. A couple of months, a couple of weeks, I reckon, Steve. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful, Jesto. All right, guys. Have a good one, eh? You too, bro. Talk to you soon. Bye, mate. mate. Okay. Thank you. 
Never oh, got there. We go. Never got Steve to Justin. Never got to fish with Steve. No, um, but would have loved to have. Um, yeah, spent a day with him on the water. It Let's take been. a caller, Gaz. Yeah, mate. See who we got, that, bro. The uh, hyperspace um, punt was just such a nice boat. They, uh, yeah, I loved his name. I thought that was such a groovy yeah. name, hyperspace. Good morning, fishing show. Morning, Marty. Good morning. Who do we have? Ray. Hey, Ray. What's going on, mate? You're talking about fillet knives. Stories. Please, give me your story. I was, doing a, I was a decky on a charter boat years ago, like a bottom fishing boat. Yeah. <coughs> Flittering around, tidying off and wiping the blood down off everywhere and tidying <coughs> the boat up. And the 20 litre gil, uh, kill bin full of bloody water and they go, so I thought I'd see if there's any fish in there that can sort it out. Put me in the bloody water and um, cut the four letter words come out and I pulled out a, a nice, very thin, sharp. Knife and I've got about 40 centimetres in me right hand between the two knuckles. Oh. And um, I, I said, Does anybody own this knife? I couldn't believe that anybody would put a fillet knife upside down in a, in a kill bin like that. So, oh. Why would you do that? Right, did anyone uh, own up to the stupidity? Nobody owned up. They all sort of looked, or a couple of them looked away, and then and I had to bandage it all up and still pull the anchor all, all day, the rest of the day, pull an anchor with a... Oh, none screen. of them put their hand up to give you help and hands since someone made the mistake? No, 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 a couple of them did, but I said, no, yeah, I was pretty cranky with them. And, you know, somebody was stupid enough to do it. Yeah. And I bandaged it up, I went to work on the Monday and ripped the bandage off and then, oh, stuck some bit of wire on me here. I've got to go to the doctor's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had the week off. Had the week off. Why not? Why not? You would have to look after it for infection and everything anyway. Oh, and yeah. by the sounds of it, it could have been a whole lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. It would have gone even further. If I had to push the hand in a bit harder or something. But yeah, it hurt like hell. And, yeah. Oh, it would have been. And you would have been angry. Was there alcohol involved with the crew on board? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chatterboats yeah. I mean, like, like it, but he starts drinking about 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Those were the days. I actually, I would never relive my decky days. The hard yep. work, hard work. <laughs> yeah, they can be. Yeah, yeah, bloody, especially when you, when your skipper wants to put the put them on uh, a four thousand school of smallmouth nanny guy, <laughs> and you've got to gut and gill the whole show. The Italian, the Italian club, they, they wanted to shift every ten minutes. Oh <laughs> no, and it was by hand with the anchor. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Hundred twenty foot of water, and and I used to say, look, just leave it go ten minutes, and then only after about ten minutes when the night I shift, you start getting the fish. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I'll be. I was happy because we pull up anchor every ten minutes. Yeah, nah, nah. That's not fun, mate. That's not fun. What 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 boat was that on the the George Coates or? I'm not sure. No, no, no. It was on one of the um, like a cat or something, fiberglass cat or something. Okay. Like that, I'm not sure exactly what boat it was, and that one. I did a few different. There were four different skippers I used to go out with them. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I think, I've, well, I know the name George Coates or something. I think it might have been a yellow. Really, it was a great boat, but very rolly. Even the best of them used to get seasick George on that Coates, thing. That, wasn't that the Ross Island? Ross Island, maybe? That boat, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if it's still around. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, hey, if anyone out there is listening that knows, we'd love to hear. All right, big fella, we're going to leave you go. Thanks for your call. We've got your story documented, and we'll see how you happen. Thanks, mate. See you later. All right, see good you, on you. Thanks, Bye. buddy. Bye. There we go. Beautiful. All right, I reckon we uh, cross to a song and air break. When we come back, we're going to have a ch- quick chat uh, with Dom at Wild Local Prawn, see how he's going. And then it won't be too far away where we start giving away some of these really, really cool prizes. We'll be back soon after these uh, messages and air breaks.
everybody's gonna jump for joy It's Jonesy here. We've got some deadly tunes lined up. It's all coming up this week on Jam Packed. Tuesday night from 9pm on 4K1G. 4K1G. Too deadly. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares. Locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See it now, you know, made a couple years ago, when it comes to saving us mobs on bucks, and ever since they delivered my new dual cab ute, I can now truly say that I've been everywhere, man. Need a new car or truck? You should go with Motorco. Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Want European floor tiles at 28% off? Why wouldn't you? At Beaumont's, Australia's biggest floor tile sale is on now. 28% off select European floor tiles and massive slabs from $99. Save on floor tiles or grab a slab. But hurry, last days. Station sponsor. Hearing Australia provides free, safe and simple hearing checks for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander kids under six or not yet attending full-time school. Call Hearing Australia on 134 432 or visit hearing.com.au today. Station sponsor. For furniture, fridges, ovens, TVs or anything electrical, go to Gary Thayer's Better Home Living at the Hyde Park Centre. Buy and take it home today. No waiting. Everything is available in stock. And yes, Gary Thayer's Better Home Living can help with finance. Now that's better. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. 
Good morning and welcome back to the 4K 1G Fishing Time. It's getting close to the end of our fantastic show. The three hours has gone very, very quick, so we know it's been a good show, full of interesting topics. We're going to kick with that genre. Good morning, Dom, Wild Local Prawns. How are you, my man? Oh, good gentlemen, yourselves? Yeah, we're doing really well. Hey, Dom. Really well this morning. Got Reese Bullymore in the studio with us, so... Hey, Reese. How you doing? There you go. Good, mate. Good, good. Raining good up there? Where's... No. No rain. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that thing. Oh, our clouds are thickening up towards the sea, but... It, oh, it's only a matter of it, time, it, mate. It pelted down this morning. It in, did in, pelt. It was pretty isolated, but it absolutely bucketed down here this morning. Yeah, but that line shift that I had this year, like, you've been going a lot more rain than us. It, it, you know, like, considering even watching the form of the the weather patterns, all, all, all that stuff they talked about, that's all gone. It, yeah. it, it just doesn't want to drop out. And if it does, like I said, Marty, in the beginning, it was like if them western lows come across to the mainland, all yeah. our stuff goes to sea, and it's just... It hasn't stopped, has it? It's all going out to sea. The only couple that have rolled in have either gone north or south-south. Yeah, well, the the line's staying up high, so that's why Brizzy and Rocky and all that country down there got it. But if if the line dropped on top of us and Tully and Innisfail, well, then it goes through the Tasman Sea. See, it will go around the bottom of the bite and disappear, so... But, um, yeah, no, pretty good. Good weather. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, we went, um, that, um... Young West, they took us for a run. I had a couple of Mickey Mouse clients here, um, yeah. big end scars. So um, we made a decision on Wednesday for Ben to take us out for a run out to the Blue Yonder. How'd so it go, I took mate? a day off. Yeah, we had a ball, man. He, he's just all over it, that young fella. He just, he's got it down to a T. He's got the clients by like, eating out of his hand. He's, he's interesting in the boat. He's not. Um, yeah, very professional. Oh, very, very. I, I wouldn't, actually, I wouldn't. If, if there was two people that I would actually target with to put in a boat as a client to have that stability would be Ben Weston and, and Noidy to go for a run as well. So, yep. but he, he, that boat just handles that water. Mickey Mouse, it lays low. It's got a lot of weight to it. It's, yep. it's safe. And um, he knows his gear, man. We've got a lot of nice gold band. Which was really Gold good to see. Snapper. Yum. Oh, look, we, I, yeah, we, I think we got about, I know there was a few there, right? And good size, that, that three kilo, two and a half, three kilo yeah, mark. What do they fall some, like, Dom? Oh, look, they, they, they're like a lazy trout. They, they have that, well, trout's just lazy, full stop. They, yep. they do that. And, and the worst thing was trying to get the boys to anticipate the bite. They were hitting a bit early and they were yeah. laying into the uh, Chinaman. Yeah. It was near, nearly Chinatown there yeah. at one stage. I'd, if, if everyone was an emperor, yeah. we wouldn't have room in the boat. Superb, wow. China superb, we got. superb chewing. Yeah. The, the crimson oh. snapper? No, the uh, gold bands. The gold bands. Yeah, oh, the I gold bands a second. And yeah. like, I like the rosy better again. A lot of people yeah, find no. it a little bit softer. I'm, okay. but, um, yeah, I'm the opposite. Um, but I, I'd, I'd liken it to a cross between almost a Robinson Seabrim and Trout, the, Man, the gold some, band. Of the best tasting fish in Robinson Seabrim and the worst. Yeah. Sure they weren't iodine brim? No. No, okay. I know my Robinsons, but yeah, some of them. Yeah, just, right. Bit like yeah, about, but they yeah, all look the same. They look, they, they look the same Robinson brim, like two iodine brim. Yeah, you know? There's yeah, only yeah, a couple of lines. Well, in the face cheek, if you look at on an iodine beam, 
it's got the blur on the nose, and actually, it's like someone hit it with a lump of timber. There's a little bump where yeah. where, where the other one is is nice, flat, rolling face like a, a actual a, a snapper. Okay. So. Mm. But the gold band, I reckon it's more like a, 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 a not a nanny guy, more finger mark fillet. That's what it's I it's, that. yeah, it's different. As I said, it's sort of a cross between a Robinson and the and sort of even a tusk fish. You know, it's got that really nice pale mm. marble, yeah. but. The, the, the fillet's pull off like a red emperor. You got that moist line in between yeah, each layer of yep. fillet as you're pulling it away, especially fresh like that. Mm. Got some nice nannies. I blew one, unfortunately, in the first. I was just trying to get my head around it. I had it coming up, but um, uh, we we wanted to put them um, rubbers on the bottom so they wouldn't dig in. And as soon as I missed that one crank, bang, charcoal cup. So oh, that was no. the only cup. Yeah. It happens, eh? Even, even old fellas like us slip up now and then. So, oh, yeah, but anyway. Too, but um, no, I ended up one nearly ninety, I think. So yeah, that's a good one. Good one. We had a we had a few nannies, but yeah, no, we had a really good time. We were home by four o'clock. Left at seven, gentlemen hours. Nothing yep. crazy. Plenty of um, plenty of pelagics around. I won't say they were Spanish mackerel. They're supposed to be extinct, but um, there was plenty of flying fish. <laughs> There's plenty of flying fish around. There's just hordes of them. Yeah, right. And oh, um, wow. there looked to be a lot of sails. Benny seen three three flying sails the other day come clean out of the water. Yeah, sailies. Oh, so there's a, a lot of the boys. Gary's ears have just pricked up. Yeah, yeah no, that's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying to Gary. Like Gary, there was lots and lots of bait schools out there. There was lots and lots of small flying fish. There and plate proportions out there. Perfect. So, flying fish. It was. Ri- Yes, Very I know that. That's life. pricked your ears. Yeah. Yes, and he and he actually seen three, three, three jumping. But yeah, yeah that, the big boils of bait skills are being interrupted by extinct Spanish mackerel. Um, there was a bit happening. The water was foaming up a lot in the paddock there, so it was good to see. So yeah. wonderful day. Thanks, Manny. Number one, had a ball. Uh, good job. So. Mate, before we let you go, how long until the new shop opens? Where is the new shop? We're just talking about it there. Well, if you go, wait, well, this will be better for you, Marty, opposite the East Dingham Drive-In, yes, right, yes. the drive-through, you'll know where that is, Wino, straight across the road, there's Double Happy Chinese and Subway. Oh, so okay. you're right beside Subway. Yeah, I got you. There's another country club or something beside that too, isn't there? Nah, that's uh, brushing in his well, now it's Devietti Hole, uh, Devietti. Have you any Mazda and tractors? I think just so. down the road on the left, you got Duffy's Auto Electric. Yeah, on yep, yep. Yes, correct. If yeah. you go down into the dip, that's where it is. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah. So we're up in there. We've got a quarter acre to play with. We've got nearly the front shop done. So it won't be before Easter because everybody knows where we are now. So it'd be yeah, crazy yeah. to move. So after that, then we've got the wind up time towards Christmas. Uh, the yeah, RV park's yeah. already opened up. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't follow us, mate. I don't know where they're going to come. And there's a lot more coming into the shop, like as in products and, and grab and go. And, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of lot of different projects coming with the new shop. And we're going to be open seven days. I think we're going to open by seven for breakfast. We just try to work on what crew we got. So, yep. And we'll have plenty of ice, bait as usual. So we'll be, there's plenty of parking, heaps to do. Um, yeah, all over it. So I'm just taking the kids away for a bit of a break. Maybe next week I'll, I'll get another day and go for a fish, go and chase some barras. So, yeah. 
Yeah, the weather's cooling down. Awesome. You enjoy Maggie with the kids today, buddy, and the rest of the fam. Say good day to Beck. We are. And we'll, we will. And we'll catch up with you again next week. All right. Salute you, lads. Take it easy and uh, go and crack them. Go, on go, you, go and get them sailies. Yeah, it's not right yet. When the weather's good on there. Weather's perfect, mate, all week. Yeah. Till next weekend, it's perfect, the weather. He's on to it. He's on, on to, to it, Donny. All right, buddy, I've got to get the phone. perfect all the way, Gary. Open the f- Go. It's, it's, I've got to get the phone. People, ah. All right, Gary. See you, Dom. See you, Dom. See you, Dom. Yeah, buddy, bye. bye, bye, mate. Bye, bye. Ah, uh, there we go. Dom, wild local prawns. Gaz, have you got a phone call to make? Uh, uh, no, you talk? have. Oh, do I now? Can you just quickly ring that number? Um, we've had a couple more um, filleting knife stories. Uh, Joan rang in, and Joan said uh, she went down to one jungle one year, and Ted never packed any um, filleting knives because he wasn't there, and she caught some whiting and brim and uh, had to fillet them with the kitchen knives. It was a bit of a challenge. And then, Yeah, with a kitchen knife. And then Craig rang in and he did a trip up to uh, Corumba a few years ago and there was a fisherman there caught a couple of good barras and these guys uh, didn't want the wings. So Craig said, I'll take the wings off those fish and grabbed his filleting knife and in the process of stealing the wings off these blokes' barras, he drove the filleting knife straight between his fingers, went to the hospital, um, and the lady wasn't qualified to stitch it up, so they just strapped it up in uh, electrical tape, yeah. and um, and away he went. No, just a bit of paperwork. So a couple Beautiful. of good stories there. We've got, <coughs> excuse me, eight good stories Oh, in fantastic. There, so. Well, your choices are going to be hard. Oh, I know. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a good one. So... Um, Courtney with Dad and the Blunt Knife. Yeah. Um, could be dangerous if we give Dad a, Dad a sharp knife if he cuts himself with a blunt knife. Ha! <laughs> Speaking of a blunt lie, knife, Paulie's a meadow. <laughs> Good morning, Paulie. How are you, buddy? Morning, Marty, Gary, Reese. Hey, hey Paulie. How you doing, mate? Oh, lovely hot day down here. Yeah, yeah, you're getting out on the water. Oh, tell me about Wait this on, new did you place say of da- yours. Down here. Are you, are you down? No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm still in Dangham. Oh, right, I'm down to the centre now. So. Thought you might have been down visiting. No, no, no. Listen, no. beautiful morning this morning. Lovely and calm. Bit of a pain to like driving away from looking at the calm weather every morning. Oh, work oh, has to be done sometimes. I could imagine. <laughs> How's your new home, mate? Reese says it's gorgeous. Yeah, lovely. Right on the water yeah. there. We get to watch. Listen to the boats going past the jetty every morning. Do you head out the front of the beach in front of you and go and catch a few wide in or something occasionally, or you haven't tried that yet? Uh, went down the other day, took the kids down. It took me um, grandkids down the other day. Um, one of them caught a nice little trevally there. Yep. Yeah, awesome. Ryland was happy as Larry there, catching his first fish off the beach. Yeah. First yeah. of many. Yeah. Definitely first of many. Mate, you're yeah. looking forward to the uh, Ingham Rod and Reel in May? Oh, yes. Yeah, another month and a half, and we're ready to go. We're just waiting for the rain, just as usual. <laughs> it hasn't been here so far this that year. Turn up, turn up that weekend, my friend. You know that and I know that. Oh, we hope not this year. We, we need... We're going to have one every now and then, one right? We do get one every now and again. And when you do get that one, it's oh, spectacular, it's, Yeah, it's isn't pretty it? smick time of year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's been a few barrows getting around, going around, bit of bait. I went down the other last weekend, took the grandkids in the boat last weekend, and yeah, Paul's, nice Paul's, fish. 
Paulie's got to do our pre-fishing for us this year. We're not going to get up yeah. there enough. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I but it's going to cost him. <laughs> yeah, damn right it's going to cost him. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. So what else is happening in your world? Oh, not much. Yeah, we have 54 teams so far for the comp this year. Yeah, 54? Awesome. Um, wow, that's a good, good Yeah, showing. good number. Yep. Yeah, a few, few more interested, but it's just, yeah, getting late and close. Everyone's still got work and that. But, yeah, no, it's looking good. Great prizes and sponsors again this year. So. Number of new teams oh, in there. Job. Paulie? Yeah, there's a few new teams. A couple of Cairns ones. Um, yeah, there's a few new ones. A yeah. few new faces, actually. So That's good. Uh, a lot of the old faces still there again, all trying to battle it out. Yeah, for sure. Standard. <laughs> How are you listening to us at Ingham? Have you got us on the pod or anything? Or Yeah, mate. Oh, the radio on in the shed, but I'm on the pod at the moment. Yeah. It's not really good on the radio. No, so. it wouldn't be. It's a bit intermittent. But um, there's a whole heap of changes coming for this station, so new aerials and so forth. Oh, so we're cool. going to reach far and wide. Excellent. Hell of a lot further. Yeah. Yep. Oh, beautiful. Yep, there's some good. money coming into the studio, which is, you know, it's going to be great for us. And we'll be able to have clear reception in, in uh, Lucinda, Ingham and so forth. So something that we're really looking forward to. And it won't be too far away. It'd be awesome. Love, lovely. Yeah. All right, Paulie. Thanks for your call. Hey, thanks mate. a lot. And I'll see you, see you in May. Yeah. All right. Can't wait, mate. We might touch base with you again before um, maybe a week or two before the tournament, and you can uh, let us know any changes or goings on. Yeah. Good. I think I think we've we've with one little change on the boundaries. I think may be happening. Uh, Ooh. It'll keep a couple of people happy, but. Uh, everyone should be happy about it anyway. So can, you, can you let anything out of the bag or are you holding that tight-lipped at the moment? Uh, we're, we're just waiting for the permit to change. We're yep. applying for a change in the permit. So if it doesn't go through well, we're, thing, we're not stuffed. But, yep. yeah, just keep a couple of people happy. So Okay. No problem. No worries. We won't push you on that, but we will yeah. the week before. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Lovely to hear your voice, no man. I look forward to catching up. Thanks, See you, mate. Paul. Cheers, Paulie. There we go. Paul DeMille. You can fish cattle now. No, not on the Acom. Oh, not in the Ingham, Rod and Reel. No, no, no. Right, Barra Bash. You can fish in Cairns. If you can get there. If you've got a fast enough boat. Yeah. It's a long run from there to cattle, I tell you. Oh, you did it. And we did it. First day, yeah. Yeah. How long did it take from Lucinda to Cattle Creek? Sitting on 85K. 40 minutes? 45 minutes? Yeah. A lot of juice because you're flat chat the whole way. Same to missionary. Yeah, you're, same, you're a little bit further to missionary on the map. Yeah. A little bit further. But a bit rougher. A lot well. more exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $2.50 yeah. a litre now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Won't do it now. Won't do it now. Okay, we're going to knock over a song and an ad break, and then when we come back, we're going to give away some magnificent prizes. We're going to have a look at these uh, the knife competition, see who's going to walk away with this wonderful red Teflon-coated Blade Runner. As usual, thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in this morning. We appreciate your support. We need you guys uh, to listen to us to keep our show going. All right, we're going to be back shortly.
this is Gary from the NQ Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town, with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli, and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you now, Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. It's a time in the morning that you all hang out for. We're going to give away some prizes. Gaz, I'm going to let you do the let's order do the, of whatever you want to do. Let's do the filleting knife oh, first. Oh, you want to knock that on the head let's first? Let's knock the filleting knife on the head because I've got um <laughs> we got a stack of really really good ones there so this was hard yeah this for is you. really hard I think um the one that that <clears throat> um really come to let me go over them no though why don't you fool around with your words a bit more stuttering no I was doing trying to do two things at once <laughs> you ready <laughs> we had Jason with his son cutting his wrist we had Al who made a really nice handle and his mate knocked it overboard. We had Wally who stabbed himself and it got infected. We had Woodsy who doesn't fill it, but his wife would like a new filleting knife. Um, we had Courtney, um, dad tries and cuts lures out of his leg with blunt filleting knives. We had Ray, the knife in the kill bin. We had Joan down at One Junga trying to fill it. Uh, whiting and brim with a kitchen knife. And we had Craig at Carumba, whose mate left the wings on a barren. He thought he would take the wings and stabbed himself in the hand whilst trying to steal the wings. <laughs> so there's some pretty good entries there. The one that really made us cringe the best... Because we could feel it. Because we could feel it, was Ray plunging his hand into the bloody watered kill bin and a filleting knife sticking straight up and going into his hand. Someone put it handle down first, leaving the blade blade up. So one that, of the most stupidest things you can do. So so we all cringed and and uh, wiggled here at the thought of your hand going into a kill bin, not being able to see it, and uh, stabbed. So Ray picks up that knife, and I'll drop that off at Tackle World for you, Ray. It'll be give uh, us a call, though, Ray. To confirm, buddy. Yeah, just give us a give us a quick call. 
Um, but, yeah, that sort of made us think, oh, we can picture that, we can feel it going into our hands, and it, it made us... Everyone's entry was really good, um, uh, but that sort of made us um, cringe a little bit because it would have been really nasty oh, going indeed. into the hand. Let's have a talk to Ray now. Good morning, Ray. Good morning. I had a drink with me left hand for a week. Oh, you poor bugger. We're not, so, we're not sure whether to say congratulations or commiserations, but in any case... Uh, we may, it was it's made it slightly more worth it what you went through. You've got got a really cool knife coming your way. That's good. It'll replace the one I bought off Peter Hazard about thirty years ago. Oh, you're gonna love this one. It's a uh, full red Liverpool red, we shall say, Ray, and uh, Teflon coated, so it slides through the fillets really good. And when you resharpen them, they sharpen up very very quickly. They're a good blade. Very good. Thanks very much. Good on you, Ray. See you, bro. It was worth the pain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not quite, but it'll help. No, not quite. See you, Good on you, buddy. There we go. Ray. There he goes. Congratulations. Yeah, picks himself up uh, that awesome filleting knife. Thanks to the gang at Taxpo Distributing, Blade Runner and Parksy organising all that. That was um, so good. All right, well, for the effort of dragging that wheel up the two flights of stairs, we might yep. as well use it. What do you reckon? I reckon. What do you got there, Marty? Let's give away the Ironman 4x4 bag. All right. What got, do you got in that bag? It's got a uh, Century Batteries hat. It's got a heap of gear from Ironman in there, drink bottles, stubby holders, stickers. There's also a packet of Eagle Claw hooks in there. And which... we should say the Century Batteries hat is the uh, one that uh, Designed for the uh, V8 supercar. Yes, it's the official battery. So don't really forget cool to put that here. box of Eagle Claw hooks back in there. There they are. There they Thanks are. to once again Taxpo Distributing. If you are chasing some awesome hooks, the Eagle Claw range is superb. Especially their wide gapes. Yeah. Uh, perfect. Thank you to Ben from Toolboss for the Century. Yeah. Right, Marty. Let's give away the Iron Man. Let's bag. do it. How cold is it in the studio? Yeah, it is a little bit. I'm a little My bit shivering here. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, Got the King's Trumpeters in that's today. That's subtle again. They've toned it down a bit, and they're in tune this week. We have number 30. 30 for the Iron Man bag is Mal. Mal the Crepe Man? Uh, no, Mal from Blue Water. Oh, uh, Mal number 30. Blue Water. Jump on the phones, Mal. You've won yourself the Iron Man 4x4 bag courtesy of Ando and Jason, the gang at Iron Man 4x4. I was lucky enough to um, sit in the Iron Man camp chair during my weekend stay. Comfy? At, oh, mate, the Iron Man chairs. If you get yourself a Iron Man camp chair from around town that sells the Iron Man gear. Beautiful. So comfy. Good morning, Mel. Morning. How's you going, guys? Good, thanks, buddy. Did you enjoy the show today? Yeah, no, it was a ripper. All right, good on you, mate. Hey, you've won the Iron Man 4x4 bag. You can pick it up anytime after 11 from our show no sponsors at Tackle World on Ingham Road. No worries. Thanks for that. I'll see you next week. All right, good on you, Mel. Thanks, Have a Mal. good weekend. See you, mate. Bye, mate. Thanks. Awesome. There we go. Yeah, what do we got now, Marty? Okay, I'm going to give away uh, thanks to Chris and the team and his lovely wife from Fibre Finish. Let's give away their decal. Oh, we go. Here we go. The fish measuring sticker, courtesy of the gang at Fibre Finish. How good did I? Spin oh, you that? gave that one. I a good gave that spin. a good rip, mate. Just about tore the rubber off. I did. I went to town on that. <laughs> I, I ripped it. Uh, 35, 35 is Brian with a Y. Jump on the phone, You can end up with a little spinning wheel now. Oh, yeah, I've ripped yeah, that one. Number 35, which is Brian. So jump on the phone, <coughs> Brian. 
You've won yourself a fish measuring sticker courtesy of Chris and the gang at Fibre Finish. How good's that? <laughs> Brian picks that up after I've ripped it apart. It's a good spinning wheel, though. Mm. It is a very, good. very good. It's easy, easy to carry Thankfully, up the Thankfully, it has a strong rubber. Yeah, it did have. It did have because I just ripped it. Here we go. Let me pass Brian through to you, Marty. There we go. Good morning, Fishy Show. Good morning. How are you today? Oh, isn't it a beautiful day, Brian? What do you got planned for the rest of the day? Uh, I was going to the beach, but I walked outside and had a flat tyre in my car, so I'm about to have a beer, I think. Oh, <laughs> good call. Did you stick a knife in that tyre by any chance? <laughs> I think I might have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought my day couldn't get any better. So <laughs> oh, good for you. What a way. When you got lemons, put some lemonade with it, buddy, and you've done just yeah, that. Well, a bit early, a bit early. <laughs> hey, Brian, where are you going to use this really awesome decal? You've got the nice grey one with the black laser printing into it. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Put uh, it on your esky on the side gunnel you got a boat? Yeah, probably the esky. Probably the esky. Probably chucking the esky, I think. Oh, that sounds like a great idea, Brian. Is there any rain out your way? Where do you live, mate? No, I'm in Kelso, mate. Right. There's, there's a couple of spots. Uh, yeah. Not much. All right. Not much. Hey, Brian, thanks so much for listening to our show, mate. We really appreciate it, and congratulations on your prize. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Good lad. See you, bloke. Bye. Bye. There we go, there Brian. Kelso. Beautiful. Stolen and uh, uh, Dom, my local pool. $25 wild local Have pool. Have we voucher. chewed up all of Mal's and Tavern Meats? No, no, saved them. And the, uh, Are we saving them? Well, uh, not, yeah, no, we'll give one right. away next week. Yeah, I yeah. also, uh, the gang at Alliance Electrical have, Electrical have given mm. me another pile of vouchers, coffee mugs and stubby holders to give away. So Beautiful. And next... we should mention that thanks to them to doing that. They When they do give a prize away, it's a it's a free aircon air service condi- and clean. And 20% off any others. Yep. And uh, don't forget to get some electrical work. And uh, the good thing, our listeners that are winning are getting an air conditioner clean and getting some more bits and pieces done. So Al and John and the gang, Christian and the gang, are uh, wrapped of how it's going, and we thank them for their support. Yeah, thanks, crew. We really appreciate it. What are we giving away now, Marty? Mate, uh, I'm just putting the date on Dom's certificate of the 2nd of the 4th, 22. Yep. And that's the Wild Local Prawn Voucher. And as we always say, it's an awesome excuse to... Go to Ingham and get yourself some seafood. Baby. Here we go. Look how finely tuned we are. We are. We're like we're, like we're married, mate. I like we're married. I feel like I'm married. As soon as you told me to shut up. The odd couple. Shut up, Marty, and let me speak. You right? Yeah, I'm done. All right. 43. 43. 43 is Daryl. I got a headache. (laughs) 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 Daryl. Laura Laura says that's one of your favourite excuses. (laughs) (laughs) 43. (laughs) Daryl. Jump on the phones, Daryl. You've won yourself the $25 a wild local prawn voucher. Where else would you get entertainment like this? There we go. Then on a Come 4K on. 1G Darryl's 107.1. Did you just hurry me up? Yeah. You Darryl's turned into my wife. Good morning, fishing show. Hey, Marty. Get- Gaz, how are you? Good, Daryl. Oh, Daryl, we're fantastic. How are you, more importantly? Oh, actually good. It's starting to stop raining not long ago. Oh, cool. You got anything planned for the weekend or are you going to stick a knife in your tyre and grab a beer? 
Oh, no, I do that all the time with the beer, but the knife I'm not too sure about. No, definitely not. Definitely not, <laughs> indeed. Well, congratulations, mate. You've uh, just given yourself an excuse to go and visit the beautiful Ingham and uh, grab yourself a nice feed of fish and chips or some prawns, bugs, whatever you want. Oh, thanks, guys. That's right. Is the other half out of bed yet? Yeah, she's got in the town to grab a birthday present that for her niece we're going to. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> so she'll be getting her nails done and all that type of stuff. New shoes, Every makeup. time she comes to town. Oh, no, she doesn't have enough time for that one. Oh, all right. <laughs> you think that. You I'll bump into that. her around the shops. I usually do when she's shopping away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'd be at the, at the nail parlour too anyway, Gary. Oh, mate, doesn't, ah! doesn't take long on me, Daryl. You can't improve perfection. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. You want to see is Brazilian, mate. Looks pathetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Daryl. Have a good one, mate. Oh, I could go. Okay, we could, this day. could go on See forever, Daryl. But goodbye, mate. Goodbye, goodbye, indeed. Uh, any passing thoughts? Anything you want to say before we leave, Reese? No, thank you for the show. It was good. And, no, thank um, you for coming in. We love you. Yeah, happy to happy to do another catch up, sort of maybe before the comp. We'll yeah, see how let's we're tracking. do it. Yeah, let's do it. We'll have Jester in the next couple of weeks. We'll have you on after that. Yeah, well, it'd it might be, good. be really good if you come in together. Whatever. Yeah, you we'll see. Do. Just text me the dates. That'll be yeah. fine. See how it works. So we thank you very much. Uh, Gaza, you're awesome. So awesome, buddy. It was, it's really good. And and uh, it, we do get a little bit heated in the mackerel topics and stuff like that, but well, that's that's no, what we're like. There's no point being fake. No, that, yeah, and that's, that's the way, mate. I got very uptight and emotional and blew a gasket in the meeting with Fishery, so, and it got me nowhere anyway. did yeah. get me a free dinner, though. I was it pretty did. happy about that. Of it all did. people, he... He whinges to me. Oh, we went to this nice pub. No, please do tell. They paid. The they government paid. paid. Shut up. Can you let him speak, oh, Gary? No. <laughs> of all people, he orders fish and chips at the pub. Spanish Because he was worried that he might have had to pay for <laughs> you it. You know what a... <laughs> Spanish yeah, It was. Yeah. And then he whinged about how bad it was. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know the thing about it? I went up to the where you order with the boss people of fisheries and they said, what would you like, Gary? And I said, I'll have some of that extinct mackerel fish and chips, please. <laughs> Did they just look at you? They laughed, mate. Oh. They thought it was fun. Oh, you've got to find a bit of light in the tunnel. <laughs> to our listeners, as always, please drive safe on that highway. We need you back to listen to the best fishing show. I used to say one of the best. Now I say the best fishing show in Queensland on 4K1G2 Deadly. What an awesome station it is. It's getting bigger. It's getting better. Having Double D as the manager, you can't bloody go wrong. We're going to see all you crew and next week look after yourselves.